First thing I want to remind everyone out there, make sure you go to HankStrange.com, sign up for our email list over there, look around the website. Lola's been working on it, trying to trying to sort it out, you know, trying to make it better. But you can find Lola's deals on there or daily deals and uh, that Lola's posting. You can also find a link to US Law Shield that I remind everyone if you you know if you want to be able to protect yourself and then defend yourself legally in the courts you might want to get up on something like US Law Shield and if you do a yearly membership you can save some money a couple of shekels comes to us we appreciate it you'll find that link on hankstrange.com as well as in the chat I'm showing it right now if you're watching this if you're listening you're gonna to have to go to hankstrange.com um, that being said here, I think we're we're about to uh, kick into this. Uh, we will have Matthew LaRossier joining us here in a couple of minutes. Uh, I heard through the grapevine he'll be a little bit late. I want to send a big shout out to Tusk Firearms Crypto. I've got something really cool that we talked about last week to show you guys. To show you all here, I'll put Walter up. There he goes. Walter Keller is joining me right now. Don't forget to smash those thumbs ups and ring the bells. Let's uh, let's actually do the open. Uh, let's do the open first. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Guys, situation. thanks for joining us. Lifestyle Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, over. smash those thumbs ups. Ring the bell, Walter. Ring the bell. <laughs> oh, boy. I wonder if there's people listening while turning down their their stereos in their cars at the beginning of this when we ring the bell. Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Listen, everyone watching, listening out there, make sure you sh smash the thumbs ups. Ring the bells, as I've already said. This is episode 812 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I am your host, Hank Strange. Joining me is Walter Keller. Of Safety Harbor Firearms. Joining us here in a few minutes will be Matthew LaRossier of Fudbusters. Uh, let's do the jazz hands, Walt. Let's get the jazz hands going. There we go. Big shout out to Tusk Firearms Crypto right out there. Um, yes, I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. It's not Monday, it's Tuesday. Right? Terrible Tuesday. Yeah. How, how was your um, Labor Day? How was your Labor Day, Walt? Oh, uh, um, peaceful. I um, didn't really do anything. I, I, I went to the shop every day and messed around with stuff at my at my shop. So, mm -hmm. um, okay. So my mo my mother laws in town. She came back with us from New Orleans. So Peggy's been hanging out with her, and, and um, so I just kind of get out of their way and and I go to the shop and mess with stuff over there. So okay. Yeah. How's that? Uh, how's your statue coming along? <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Did you? I. Uh, they. They don't know about that, right? I didn't. Peggy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep it that way. Let's keep Peggy not knowing. <laughs> oh, she knows about it. Uh oh. oh. She heard you talking about it. Oh, she did. <laughs> I think so. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I'd hate to get my statue torn down like some, right. poor, confederate, some poor confederate soldier yeah, statue. You know what that I'm will saying? be that will be your luck. <laughs> uh, that I will think be I'd your have luck. Booby trap. We have to booby trap that statue. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Shooting gallery Annie's out there. He says, "What's crackalacking?" Shout out to shooting gallery Annie out there. Uh, I see Appalachian Gunrunner. Shout out to everyone out there. Let me see. Who uh, YNH? I see a whole bunch of different people. Um, LV Louis Cipher. We'll get into this while we're waiting for Matthew LaRossier here. Uh, LV Louis Cipher says, "Still dealing with the quandary of my next vehicle, a Jeep. 
um, or a Toyota RAV4 Prime, you can pretty much use plug-in hybrid, etc. Uh, what is this? On-demand backup generator or power bank? Interesting, interesting. That's LB Louis Cipher. He's looking for his next ride. What would you suggest? I don't. I. I kind of. I don't know about the Rav4 Prime. I need to look that up. No, I don't know anything about yeah. it. So. Yeah. Um. Rav4 Prime. Hmm. Not. Not your guy on that one. Up. Yeah. I mean, no. you know, you can always just get a generator, but. I yeah, I mean, it don't get caught up in too many gizmos because once yeah. those gizmos start to break. Yeah. I don't know. So you're saying it's like a combo VCR DVD type of deal? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. The Rav4 Prime doesn't look too bad. Let's see. Here it goes. What do you think? That's not too bad looking. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a car. Yeah, it's I'm a, not sure how capable it is off road. I don't know how much off road. They're not. They're not designed for going off road. They're designed yeah. for going in challenging on road situations. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it really depends how much off-roading he's planning on doing out there. I actually like this white ver. Uh, I like the white color better. If if I had to, you know, th it looks yeah, pretty good. Get, I'd, yeah, I'd probably get white over that other color. Yeah. Um, so far as the Jeep, I mean, Jeep is always a good thing. Isn't there supposed to be an electric Jeep coming out? Or is it out already? I can't remember if, it, if it's out not, or not yet. You know what might be a good deal? And I'm not sure when this is going to be available. The Ford... F-150 Lightning. Here, Let me guess. Here, it's here. electric. It's electric, but it also has a lot of power stuff on it, and you can run it as a power bank if you want to, as uh, LV Louis Cipher is saying okay. out there. Um, and I've seen it. It's pretty big. It has a huge, a huge uh, frunk. So you can open up that frunk and have a, like, you can barbecue grills and ice buckets and all kinds of stuff in the front of it, and and then obviously you have the big pickup truck thing in the back and you know it's going to be all-wheel drive and all that kind of stuff so you know full-time all-wheel drive just, so. just hope you don't need no chips for all those electronics that's you know the, fan, the the more the more gizmos and the more boards and the more mm -hmm. i don't know man well, see, we, you know, that's our fault, man. That's our fault in America. We don't make well, any freaking chips in America. If if you want your car to, if you want your truck to be a truck, or do you want your truck to be a car? Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I, 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 whatever, you know. Whatever it depends. It, de it depends you know? on it depends on really what you want to do. I think pickup trucks yeah. are pretty versatile. I don't have one I mean, right it, now. I've had them in the past. It, They're pretty versatile. It, if I need a generator, I'll just throw a generator in the back of the pickup truck. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it you know, it doesn't. So I remember when. Uh, by the way, shout out to Hootie Who. I see Hootie Who out there. Shout out to Hootie Who. Um, I remember that when Tesla first came out, you could use your Tesla to to power your house, but a lot of people didn't use that feature. Well, let's just say this. Okay, to use your Tesla to power your house. Mm -hmm. What? Well, Temporarily, yeah, like not forever, obviously. Yeah, like in New Orleans when there was no power for a few days, you, you better use your power sparingly. Well, see, this is the problem. If you really run into a big emergency, do you want to... So there's no power, there's no gas. It's, it's, it's a cool thing to have an electric car when there's no gas. But if you use all the power <laughs> and then there's no electricity... <laughs> you are S-O-L. 
Yeah, you can't get out. You can always use the mileage that you have to you drive out of Louisiana. Siphon, you, can't, you can't siphon the gas out of your car to run your generator because you got yeah. no gas. Yeah. No, but we, we were thinking about that. We were in New Orleans with this. Like, what if you got an electric car here and there's no power? It's like, and you didn't plan for nothing, which three quarters of people didn't plan for nothing. Yeah, but if you have a, if you have a generator, you could kick off. If you have like a big generator, you could kick that on and charge it up. Sure, you could, but if, but you could drive her for a couple of days. Like the the Model Y that Lola has has uh, close to a three hundred mile range. Yeah, that's you know. that's a couple of days right there driving around. I'm, I'm just thinking ahead of time when the pores get them. You know what's going to happen when the pores get them. Well, uh, <laughs> you know what's going to happen when everyone starts driving electric cars. It's going to be an issue of where we're getting the power from. But I don't know. and 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 you're no better than you were in the beginning because you're using this. Anyways, yeah, you, know. you might want to have alternate sources of power. <laughs> you might want to go back to that good old thing called internal combustion. Yeah, and have a have a generator, because your solar panels aren't going to charge your electric car. Up. Yeah, not with any efficiency. No. Yeah. So. Yeah, everyone in America should have a second car. Don't make all your cars electric. No, uh, keep keep one real simple. Real simple. Yeah. Uh, Night Train, by the way, says... Oh, hold on a second. I think Matt is joining us. Let's uh, let him in here. Night Train says, I bought my RAV4 bone stock, nothing but the basics, and I'm good with that. So yeah. there we go. Let's see if we can get... Uh, let's see if we can get Matthew LaRossiere here. I'm going to make you the... I'm going to make you the vanilla yeah. filling in our uh, Oreo, Walt. Oh, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the creamy <laughs> white middle. Right? <laughs> mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, take that. We're not, we're not, we're not taste testing or anything, but uh, why not? Color wise, color wise. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, Matt. Matt has a different uh, perspective on that. Where's the taste test? Oh, uh, no thanks. Uh, Definitely don't. I don't want to taste test Walter. No thanks. Why? (laughs) It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Let's see. How can you put a flavor on curmudgeon-y? What would curmudgeoning <laughs> taste like? Yeah, they put a flavor on this. <laughs> sour, uh, sour. That's what yeah. Sour. Oh, yeah. Well, pretty much. I don't know why my my all of a sudden my my camera went out of focus. There we go. See, if, uh, no, I got a lot. I put it the in. mojo on it because you were giving me a ration. <laughs> you put that the heebie-jeebies on me. Okay, there we go. So listen, Walter Keller, Matthew LaRossier, Fudbusters. I, I don't think you guys have ever met. No, we I don't know. Have you guys met? No. No, but I've I bought stuff that. from you. Uh-oh. Sten parts? I buy a lot of that, yeah. Oh, just nod. Just wink. You can wink or, you know, you can yeah. just shake your head a certain way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we have, a, we have an uh, 07 here in uh, Palm Beach, so I've, yeah. I've got a lot of... Uh, Oh. Got a lot of little parties from you. I like that you're then. lasering the template right onto the mill scale now. That's pretty slick. Oh, you like that better? Okay. Well. Oh, course. look at this, Matt. Matt, come in. Yeah, I'll have to oh, tell my son. He's not. He's, he's not just saying it. On. Yeah. <laughs> Are you actually lasering it now, Walt? I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, that. we've oh. been doing that for a while now. Oh, you yeah. used to do the old like tobacco roll. Them. roll yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm not. A, I don't roll my own that way, but I could definitely roll some templates. That's for sure. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah, it yeah. must have been funny. really hard getting keeping them straight. Oh, it's it's so. Everybody in my shop has tried it, and it doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen him do it. He's like one of those old Cuban dudes rolling up cigars. <laughs> yeah, it's magical. I'm like, how the, how the hell are you doing that every time? 
Yeah. Yeah, I guess it never mattered much to me because, you know, I would just use the back end of it and then plunge the mill in it and then just tell the machine, all right, go straight now. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, we we have we have a program for stent tubes. If I want to make some some post samples, and yeah, it's so much easier. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. you just stick it in a fourth axis and just let it go. Yeah, yeah, there you, you get, go. It, it'll get it go. Yeah. yeah. Have you have you ever been invited to Safety Harbor Firearms, Matt? No, uh, what a travesty! Can you believe that? To the facility? Yeah, Walter. What's the matter with you? Yeah, that's ridiculous. <sighs> you know. It, it, Really, not much to see, you know. Um, to be quite honest with you, um, but oh, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot to see over there. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess I'm. I guess I'm jaded. That's what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never know. Matt might be interested in getting into the mini bike game. Oh, yeah. oh mini bikes, yeah. mini bikes. Yeah. I also do military vehicles too. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 Matt is into a whole bunch of different stuff, which we've talked about before. He's into cars. All, all kinds of the things. The bigger bikes. Yeah, the bigger, yes, the bigger yeah. bikes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you would yeah. look great on a little, on a little mini bike, Matt. I don't know if we could fit <laughs> me on it. Oh, trust me. If I can get on there, you can get on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If me and Walter, all of us can get on there. By the way, shout out to Swamp Dog Armory out there, and I also see Ken from K and M Arms out there. Shout out mm-hmm. to everyone who's joining us, Matt. What's going on with you, man? It's been a little while here. I haven't seen you. Oh yeah, man. It's it's good to see you. Uh, geez, all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, the ATF keeps playing their little games, and I try to keep people in the loop and try yeah. my best to fight it. Yeah, it's been um, it, this year, man. It's been a little crazy. Uh, the last, mm. maybe the last two years, I think, has been a little insane. Mm. You know, it's been a bit nutty. Yeah. And I don't know if there's any signs of it ever, uh, you know, signs of it ever ending. So probably not. Not yeah. in the foreseeable future. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, that like, uh, you never say never, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but right. It, it could happen. Things yeah. could get better. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So what have you guys been talking about? Uh, you know, usually it's you and Sean on Fudbusters, right? Uh, well, Sean and I do this week in Guns. Oh, yeah, who's on Fudbusters with you? It's just me. Oh, it's just you. It's just me and my gun wall. Just by yourself. I, yeah, you can see my gun wall. I had it all set up because the last episode I did oh. was on the Russian ammo ban. Oh, okay. And so oh. I made sure to oh. cover it. In. Oh, so this is all. Let's see. I'm seeing. Oh, this, yeah, Walter's into nope. a lot of this stuff, which I don't know. Uh, you know the yeah, all the got, Makarov, Takarov. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Tugarov, CZ-52, or CZ-52, a Hungarian AK-47, a crank, um, yeah. a uh, We need some more light on those on those bad boys. SKS. Yeah, yeah. That's a, oh, there we go. Oh, here there we, we go. go. Oh, look at this. Yep. Fancy light. SKS. Okay. And then I got tired. I stopped. <laughs> stopped throwing things up there. Yeah. So what is, uh, I don't know if Walter has any questions. This would be more of Walter's expertise than mine. What's your take on the whole Russian thing, if you can give us? People need to go look at Fudbusters, obviously, or listen. Yeah. Um, so you're asking my take? Um, yeah. So this is, it, it's interesting because it's not the usual ammo band we get, which is just under 
you know, they, they usually make very aggressive and tortured interpretations of what armor piercing is, mm-hmm. uh, or just put another country on the prohibited entity list, uh, uh, you know, the prohibited um, list, or put additional factories on the prohibited entity list. Like, that's what we were dealing with when we saw 545 become impossible to get. That's what we were dealing with a long time ago when Chinese ammo stopped coming in, and everyone thought that AK ammo was going to go extinct because of that. Well... You know, it turned out to be a little better than that. This is a little bit different in that it's under the, um, as I'm sure you guys have all read about by now, the, uh, you know, chemical weapon, the chemical warfare, Udict or something act. Um, so when another country engages in chemical warfare, which includes poisoning, the president must engage in three actions. And there are a bunch of different actions that can be engaged in. And of course, one of them is additional import restrictions from that country. Okay. And you can pick whatever industry you want. Right. And, you know, <laughs> so I'm sure they I'm sure that they just picked it right out of a hat and it had nothing to do with a failed gun control agenda. No. Uh, you know. So <laughs> uh, they just picked a random industry. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Mm, yeah. yeah. They they didn't do anything and I think that was during Obama. They didn't do anything the first time that the other Russian um, political guy was poisoned. Um, yeah, isn't that funny? Especially because the act's from 1991, and this happened in 2019. This poisoning. and they didn't do anything. So yeah, this is just like an excuse. Is all. It yeah, is. it's a total excuse. And of course, like the, and I mean, like you have to put, you have to line up your dots, right? So the thing that I am kind of, you know, my conspiracy theory here is that they were noticing that members of their own party were in droves going and becoming gun owners, right? Mm. And one of the only things that was keeping people, because, you know, we've got a shop here, one of the only things that was still keeping people from becoming gun owners was during all of this chaos, the price of ammunition. Because uh, oftentimes you'd go to a gun shop, you know, like maybe six months ago, you couldn't even, like, uh, I know that my, my buddy who works still at Moss Pond and Guns, he was giving out like dime bags of ammunition to fill a mag with the gun that you'd get, right? And you have to <laughs> buy it, right? And so then oh, nature Lord. starts healing itself, mm-hmm. and uh, there's only really one plant where just all day, every day, they're getting trains of raw materials and then trains of ammunition coming out. And that's, you know, really Tula is a, is a big one. And it's, mm-hmm. it's in large part to Tula that the price of ammunition was getting to be more reasonable. So, you know, kind of putting two to, two and two together when they're like, hey, people like people in our party are buying guns. Mm-hmm. And it's now becoming actually reasonable to practice with them and, and you know, get skilled. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm sure that some like high-functioning alcoholic 27-year-old um, aide went, hey, mm-hmm. did you know that there's this law and, the, you know, we can... Yeah, <laughs> we can put a random sanction on that. So, like, that's what I'm, you know, just from my time living in D.C. That's how I imagine that went down. Yeah. Plus uh, the timing of everything, like with what was going on in Afghanistan. So, are you saying that they made like Russian ammo, like conflict diamonds? <laughs> I don't know. That's just that that popped in my head. I don't know if that makes any kind of sense, but I mean, it seems like, uh, you know, the the real thing that's going to be affected now. Um, you know, there's 545 production in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. There's 545 stuff outside. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we're going to see a lot of ammunition suddenly 
made in Ukraine over the next year, mm. if if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because because Biden's on the take from Ukraine. That's why. Mm-hmm. Well, and <laughs> uh, you know, there, there's there's, there's, there's several factors. Mm-hmm. There's several factors there, right? But yeah. you know what? I think I sense really a new job for Hunter. A new job for Hunter. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Maybe he can be the next one where the Russian prostitutes are peeing on him. You know, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the thing that I think is really going to get screwed up is um, probably 545 for a while, but like we were just now seeing 9 by 39 come in. No one mm-hmm. else is making that crap. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's, I think that's, I think 9 by 39 is going to be screwed up for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that, Walt? I see you uh, looking at the ceiling. Well, my my other take on, on the whole pandemic ammo thing was a lot of this is being driven by the fact the government was handing out money so i don't know about you but i didn't i if, if i would if if i didn't need that money a thousand dollars to buy ammo is like i don't care what it costs i just need some ammo <laughs> mm-hmm. right i mean you know and a, a lot of these newbies that have gotten to, into the gun thing they didn't know any difference when it, that, that thousand rounds was 135 dollars or whether it was six hundred and thirty-five dollars, they didn't care. They just need it. Mm-hmm. And when you get when you have that twelve or fourteen hundred dollar check that Uncle Sam or Uncle Joe just gave you, mm-hmm. you're going to go out and spend it. So in my business, soon as the soon as the money from the checks dried up, which it has now, mm-hmm. the phone has gotten quiet. Okay, <laughs> people aren't calling, people aren't emailing like they were before. Sten Parts is a fine example. As soon as they handed out checks, fucking, I was selling. I was buying 400 feet of tubing a week <laughs> to make stem tubes out of. Uh-huh. And that, that's the honest God truth. That's not. That's yeah, I mean, I know I, vis- I visited you guys and the phone just wouldn't stop ringing. And I was like, geez. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That's, but, but as soon as the, now that money's dried up, now we're talking about handing out some more. Mm-hmm. Um, you watch. As soon as they hand money out, the TVs will start moving at Walmart and the freaking phone will start ringing and people will start ordering so stem parts. Do we, do we know how many people, so in all these new gun buyers and everything that's going on, right? Just to go back to, to Matt's uh, theory here that maybe folks on the other side are starting to get these things, right? That's what you're saying, right, Matt? Oh, yeah. Well, it's yeah. for sure. You know, I, like, oh, it's, it's 100% for sure, if, if you ask me. 100% yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not arguing that. I think there's a, a lot of the new buyers uh, are, are people who got freaked out on the other side. Yeah. But do we know how many AKs and things like that they were actually getting into? Well, but also, oh, so now you're hold on. Uh-huh. That's not most of the stuff. Okay. That's not most of the stuff that they were importing. Okay. Right? What were they? It wasn't was mostly five five four five and seven six two by thirty nine. They're cranking out three oh eight and five five six like nobody's business. Ah. Uh, okay. You know, because they make. Um, billions billions of rounds a year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know we the u.s is like there's a 20 to 30 percent of their market share they're gonna they're paying attention to what we shoot here okay and that's like, kicked and, up oh, yeah. in the last like 10 years or something probably right that they've started doing more 556 308 and stuff or that's been yes. going on for longer yes. than that yeah no well no it was it's it's more recent yeah. okay okay yeah I mean, they went ahead and it's interesting because you'll see and I'm mm-hmm. sure Walt, you know, you were entertained. I'm sure you were super entertained to see boxer primed steel cased five five six coming in. Did you? Did you, know, were you buy five five six? Really? Steel case? Yeah. No. Th- a lot of that Tula stuff, it's boxer primed, but mm. it's a steel case, and it's just like, uh, what's the, the point? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the point of that is. I mean, yeah. Ten, yeah, yes, in a, yeah. in a pinch, you could reload it if you had a strong enough press right. to, to resize it and everything. But mm-hmm. we're not we're not in that situation, so um, yeah, not yet. It, it, this, uh, that's a lot of the stuff. You mm-hmm. see, a lot of the Western calibers that they bring in oh. are Boxer mm-hmm. Prime. Well, I never I know, paid attention lot, to that. It's a good point. I, I I hadn't seen that either. I didn't mm-hmm. notice that. So no, mm-hmm. no. And then because uh, because about ten years ago. Tula started exporting boxer primers, you know, and I remember those were like, you know, that was twenty five bucks a case. Oh, for for primers themselves, right? But a lot of the steel cased yeah. ammunition at that same time, I was noticing, because I I guess I'm weird. I pick them up and I look at them, right? <laughs> yes, you're definitely weird. I mean, that's, you know, not in a bad way. Well, no, because I was like, is this Burdan Prime 5.56? Like, I, I was just, I wonder. And I looked at it, it's like, heck, mm. it's not. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm trying to think. What it makes me think is that they were just like, Americans want this stuff. Get us drawings of the 5.56 yeah. case. It's like, here you go. Okay, make well, that. <laughs> there's also, there's an international market for all that stuff, too. Um, right. Um, yeah, and of course, that's most different. of their sales. You know, we've been, we've been fucking around in the Middle East for 20 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and and instead of like us in Iraq or us in Afghanistan, instead of just re- recycling the ammo they pick up and give them back to them, we got to buy brand new ammo. Yeah. So they make they make these deals with like Tula and the Russians and everything else to supply the ammo, or the Bulgarians or the Romanians or whatever. Yep. Instead of just reusing the stuff they find by the tons over there. So. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's why the Romanians are cranking out eight millimeter like crazy. Because all over the Middle yeah. East, you got tons of eight millimeter weapons. Yeah, Romania's I mean, not really using that anymore. No, they don't use. Yeah. They got that. No, I mean they mm. don't. No, they don't have anything eight millimeter. The, the Yugoslavians yeah. are the or the or the yeah. Serbs now. The Serbs yeah. produce a lot of ammunition too. So mm-hmm. um, yep. it's not that there's a shortage God of ammunition in the world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it, it's it's there's no shortage of ammunition. It's just our country, which is. Yeah. The, the problem so this is going to put an end to all poisoning of dissidents you think <laughs> this is it the russians will never poison another dissident oh, the russians oh got absolutely. so much russian yeah they got so much russian isotope stuff they can they, you know they can, yeah they can, oh man yeah you know that's the worst way to go uh-huh. nuclear when they interviewed the guy mm-hmm. there, there was a like a new york times or i don't remember where it was i read it and i i quoted it in the fudbusters episode you know, and I was like, and we know how effective this was because when we asked the guy that was poisoned, his response was, what? No, what are you doing? Don't do that. Oh, really? <laughs> like, the victim of poisoning was like, don't sanction Russia, you idiot. L- mm-hmm. Look, even with all these sanctions, all of the yachts, all of the billions of dollars in Western bank accounts are still there. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's saying you could put more specific sanctions on Putin's buddies, right? And their corporations, their organizations, but you're not. You're just punishing the American people and Russian business that are not related, not really mm-hmm. related. Yeah, because they one of the things they did was the whole Kalishnikov concern. You know, anything that yeah. was made with the Kalishnikov concern was was banned. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, so there went um, those yeah. hunters. Yeah, yeah. Tang yeah. Clan is asking me. Tang Clan says, "Slide Matt into the middle for a minute, Hank." Okay, why are we? Okay, let me see here. Hold on, we will. 
What did we I do? will abide by. I don't know why. Some kind of meme is getting created here. I don't know <laughs> what is the meaning of it. <laughs> I don't know. You better put your put your good face on. <laughs> oh, I'm not really sure why we're sliding uh, Matt into the middle, but uh, they. I you always are. get worried that I like left something on my wall. <laughs> oh, oh, let's see. Oh, something that's not supposed to be up there. <laughs> One time I left something up there that was somewhat oh. embarrassing. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I would uh, what would that be like, like some not, like some dub, double D things or something? yeah exactly that's what I was thinking some panties got left like what the hell I'm not telling oh <laughs> just hanging off of one of the barrels it was like, go back yeah, it was to the archives. some big some big Russian panties well the burrito has a very flat top so I sometimes I put things on the burrito oh okay <laughs> uh. Um, all right, there we go. So yeah, Q Walter, tank. when do don't, I get to don't. look at the Sten Parts factory? Ezra, once again, it's really not that uh, exciting. I have, I have, I have numerous Sten guns. I mean, yeah. I have, uh, um, but it's... Not He's not really inviting me, Hank. He's being mean. You are invited. Just show up over You're there. Come by any time you like. Yeah. Just, just, all right, just I'm gonna. Me. I invited you. That's all. Yeah. That's all that counts. So you can go over there. Guns too. They, yeah, I like Sten guns. I, I do. Oh, Sten guns I mean, are awesome. Yeah, yeah. People it's, don't. You know what? People are ridiculous. You know, they, they. It's just like, well, you know, I've got a Shosha on the wall, right? So I'm, I'm all about guns that are, uh, that you know, people have misconceptions about. But um, like, I will shoot a Sten gun all day over an MP40. You know, like it, yeah. it just feels much more stable and sturdy. Um, yeah, the, I'll shoot a Sten gun an over an Uzi all day. Yeah, Uzi Uzi's mm-hmm. super reliable and works all the time, but it's it's like uh, but it the, feels the, like the, shit. The, the, <laughs> the micro is it the micro Uzi that's like the yeah, song? The mic- yeah, he hit the micro over there. Oh, yeah. I love the micro. The <laughs> micro Uzi. Is but what awesome. I wouldn't take, what I what I would not take, what I will take over a Sten gun every time is a Sterling. I will take a Sterling every time. No, higher up the food chain. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, integrally, do you have an integrally suppressed one? So I have one, I have a Sterling that I made a custom, it's a transferable Sterling, and I made a custom end cap to where, and you saw this one actually, uh, you can take off the bayonet mount, and then you can put a suppressor on, and I have the suppressor that lines up exactly with the receiver. Huh. Yeah. Okay, Walt, you you probably know more about that than I do. Yeah. Yeah, it just looks all one one straight tube off the yeah. off the front. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I like. I like I love that integrally suppressed one. Just chug 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 chug. Yeah, you know. Um, that's kind of what I did with that um, with one of my Mark II stems, and uh, I made a short barrel. And if you screw the Liberty suppressor on the end, it looks it just kind of continues yeah. out the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. like it's like. Yeah, Let's it's see. better than the ones that like the stems that were integrally suppressed. And you can't hold right. it, you know. After five rounds, you can't <laughs> hold it anymore. Oh, okay. so hot! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Without your asbestos mitten. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a good. Well, aren't you supposed to be holding it from the magazine thing? No. Uh, no, no. Not supposed. You don't want to put too much. They tension. gave you, you an wanna... asbestos thing for it. Oh, they did. Oh, like a wrap. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I've seen that on the in the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's true. Yep. Uh, um, go ahead, Walt. What was the question? I was gonna say, um, Liberty suppressors. I'm, I'm having a brain brain fart. What's David? David has his um mm-hmm. his wrap thing that he that that laces on for his suppressors. 
Yes, not yeah. made. Of, it's not made out of asbestos, but it's a yeah. It's In a the olden days, yeah. if yeah. you really I've got want to be classic, on yeah. If you really I've want got my first. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. My first, actually, my first gun that I built in my garage was a semi-auto closed bolt Stenmark II, and I had to put a 16-inch barrel on it, so I made right. it a fake integrally suppressed one, and I got one of the lace-up, you know, oh. things on there. Yeah. Hmm. And it's really That's dreadful. Cool. Is it? Yeah. It gets in the way of your sights, and it slips. It's just really dreadful. Yeah. We should all, I just thought of this, and I'm going to get some of the comments and stuff like that coming in, but it would make a great video to do for us to do since we got the lawyer here, we got the firearms lawyer. Where? Okay. The you, you, oh. I never miss an opportunity to get free legal advice from a lawyer because I know lawyers love that. Yeah. Like, you know, lawyers live for giving Well, you're out. both in Florida, so I wouldn't get in trouble if I did accidentally oh. give you legal advice. <laughs> but it would be, it, I think it would be interesting to have that conversation about the legalities of Stens. Like, what can you do? Oh. What can you not do? How can you do right. what, you, what you do? And there's so much BS there, and it really ticks me off. Um, it's it's a it's like a minefield. Whenever yeah. I have that conversation with Walter, like, because I'm a, Walt, how come we don't do more Sten videos? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, we can do all the videos everybody freaks we want. Out. Oh, you mean yeah. as how like how to make it and how to yeah. do that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've always wanted to kind of do a how to make a Sten gun thing. It won't get any, you won't get any views. It'll be banned. Awesome. <laughs> it'll put us. Yeah. We'll be even <laughs> more blocked on YouTube, but. It'll be fun. We can get we can get Matt involved in that. Well, no, you don't. Yeah. So you don't call it how to make a Sten gun. You call it touring a Sten factory. <laughs> you know, and then oh, it, yeah, just, it just slides right through. You know, there's all kinds of videos like that where it's like, and now we're going to use this three SN mill, and we're going to put it here and look. Yeah. And we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll throw in some some uh, little uh, little parts of video of the old lady, the the young ladies in World War II in the English factories. Yeah. yeah, with oh. their stick welders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should we should do something on that since you guys are both into it. You know, I think that'll Have be. Have you seen the pictures? You ever seen the pictures of when they, when they brought the Sten guns out of the factory? They had like a like a pickup truck, yeah. bed that was, was set like, up with all the racks. They stacked all yeah. the guns up inside this truck bed. Yeah, yeah, really, it was cool. pretty slick. Oh, where are yeah. those? Ever pictures? thought of recreating that? Oh my gosh, that'll be a lot of Stens. <laughs> well, it would have been it wouldn't have been that hard. Like a couple of years ago, the parts kits were like sixty bucks. Yeah, not anymore. No, they're trying to. They're I didn't trying. Think that they're trying to change so fast. They're trying to ban the parts kits now too. So yeah, yeah, and they tried it, and then they did that nonsense with the Mark Fives, where all of a sudden the Trunnion's part of the receiver. Give me a break. Yeah, Trunnion's not the receiver. That's yeah. yeah but then all of a sudden, ATF's like, no, if it's a Mark Five, you gotta do that. Like, yeah. so what are the so what There's are the a lot le of fud lore on the import side too? There's a lot yeah. of like utter nonsense that people. So so this finish. would be a good thing, Matt. Just tell us here, what can how should someone think about this if they want to make a stand gun? What what do they need to know? What are the myths? What are the the myths that you can bust about stand guns? And or is it is it too complicated? Do you so think? well, like I mean, you know, it's and I don't know, like how into you know doing garage machine work your audience is, right? But that's where it goes down. Is you'll see people arguing on you know these forums or whatever the hell about how oh no, you need to use a reduced diameter tube and you need to like, you need to have it to where there's a time release, uh, you know, locking mechanism to where only your thumbprint can take the bolt out. Otherwise, ATF's going to say it's a machine gun. And, it, you, it, like, the cocking handle has to be at a different... It's all just nonsense. It's all mm. made up. 
But in, and this is it's interesting because the stun gun is the source of the myth that open bolt semi-autos are illegal. Because a, a while ago, I think it was um was it Catco or it was some other company wanted to market a semi-auto open bolt sten, hmm. and they were literally just welding the selector in semi. That was done. I don't know if it was that was done. That was done a long. That was done a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was in the no. early '80s, and they went to ATF to ask for, like, to say, "Hey, uh, what do you think?" And ATF mm -hmm. was like, "ATF said, no, because this is just a machine gun that you've locked into semi-auto. So it's not that it presently will shoot full auto; it's that it was designed to shoot full auto." Nowhere okay. in the ruling did it say that it's because it was open bolt. No, like, in fact, they mentioned other components of the guns many more times than open fall. But it was the fact that it was literally just a machine gun that if you spent five minutes with a, you know, file or do a single pass of a milling cutter, it's immediately just a completely reliable, fully automatic machine gun again. Okay. And so, so that, mm -hmm. that turned into people, it went from, hey, this gun you're trying to sell is literally just a machine gun that you welded into semi-auto mm -hmm. to all the forum dwellers going, Oh, well, that means you need to do X, Y, and Z. Oh, and also means that all open bolt semi-automatic guns are banned because they're machine guns. And it's like, that's, hold on. There's something in the between there, right? Yeah. So I'm a little confused in there, Walt. Uh, you might have to bring me up to speed. Yeah. How, how does that work exactly that it's semi-auto open bolt, first of all? Just so I could three-dimensionally figure that in my brain. The open bolt semi-auto went away with the Mac 10. That's in okay. the early 80s. Early Mac, the Mac 10 was. I used to have one. It was an open yeah. bolt semi-auto. Too many people, easy to convert. You know, it was it was a thing of the drug, the drug, the drug no. people. You know. Yeah, you're doing it. And you're doing it. You're and, making things up. So <laughs> that so okay. So let's explain that for the people. This is a good I, opportunity. Yeah, no, I'm not making that up. Cite the law. You are you are making that up. Cite the law. Cite that the is, cite the ruling. Cite. Tell me where it is. Tell me where it happened. Let me let, let me just. I'll give say you a thousand dollars if you can tell me legally where it says that. I will give you a thousand dollars. Let me just say this: If you make an open bolt semi-auto mm -hmm. from scratch, you are going to get a visit, and there's going to be no, <laughs> there's going to be no getting out of it. No, no. You're I will give you a thousand dollars if you give me any support for your contention. So obviously this is a so so obviously this no, is a big like, this is a this yeah. so this is a big myth, uh, Matt. So let's let's no, like where did this or or maybe no, it's, it's not a myth, but obviously myth. we can obviously it's, we can argue about it. Where right. so let's find out from Walter. Walter, where does it where did this come from? Like how long have you you know, what's your history looking at this kind of stuff versus what Matt like being a lawyer and and spending well, a lot I mean, of time looking at I remember this stuff. when the Mac I remember when the whole Mac ten thing happened. They mm -hmm. deemed them machine guns. Anything with an open bolt was considered a machine gun, period. Boom. Show me. Done. If it was manufactured after that date. Wrong. Which is, uh, dated, Wrong. It, they can't do that. They cannot do that. They okay. never said that. And everyone repeats this. So I will give you some grace well, though. <laughs> if you take a parts kit that's a machine gun and oh, weld it up. Machine gun always Always machine. Okay, no, stop, 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 stop. No, That's no. not true because once the receiver's gone, the machine gun's gone. Okay, but I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you some grace. If you take a parts kit, a machine gun parts kit, you don't change anything. 
you weld it back up and you weld the selector close or you do something to where you can't move it from full auto, that's going to be a machine gun. Okay, That's still going to be a machine gun. But it's not for what you're saying. It's because that weapon, when you haven't changed anything, right? when it's still got the same trigger group, when everything's still the same, was designed to shoot automatically. Okay? Once a machine gun, always a machine gun. Okay, you're saying that again and, and you're... And, well, You're technically, wrong. that okay. wouldn't so, that wouldn't be. Right. You just, that you just apply at all. said what I you just said what I is, said. It was des- it was designed to be a machine gun. You welded it back together. It's still a machine gun. No, no, because the gun when they <laughs> cut the gun, it was gone. It, the gun went right. So it's not once a machine gun, always a machine gun. Once a machine gun, always a machine gun is why D Watts are a thing. This is if you rebuilt the gun without modifying it, you made a new machine gun. It's not once a machine gun, always a machine gun. Once a okay. machine gun, always a machine gun is just for D1. The, re- the results are just the same. Though. No, because you're, 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 when it's once a machine gun, always a machine gun. Your trip to the federal magistrate will be just the same. <laughs> um, I mean, it's well, not like I practice in front of them or anything. No, I, no, no, no. I, I get what you're saying, but I'm talking for the common guy that does stuff in his garage. Yeah, no, don't just a, weld a, together a, parts kits. Don't do that. Like, don't just weld them together. But, you you won't get you won't yeah. get out of it under any excuse. <laughs> you won't get out of it. Okay, so listen, well, listen. That, so but? so hold on a second. Hold on. I think this is like a great opportunity for us to explain stuff to yeah. not me because I totally well, understand well, everything well, going well, on here. Well, no, I don't. So listen. So Walt, you're a manufacturer. And you've been doing this stuff and for a while. And and Matt is a lawyer who's you know been also practicing here for a while there's obviously like a massive gray area here and this is where these things come from because people well people don't know so there's lots of people who have the same this is something you probably find all the time right matt yes so so we've got to break it down to people okay (laughs) so and like i understand you you have a very good faith and you're 100 percent good faith like 100 percent. and i like you and i still want to come check out your machines however you're just saying nonsense that has been repeated. You have no, like, and, and you shouldn't do that. Like, especially when it comes to things that, are in, that affect your rights and things that are matters of federal law. If you haven't seen it in black and white in front of you, you shouldn't assume it to be gospel. If you wanna, and you know what people always say, go talk to a lawyer. Well, this is something that's really weird. And most lawyers are just gonna be like, Christ, I don't know. You know, like I wouldn't do that, right? Because you're always gonna advise your, your client to stay, you know, if the line's here, you're not going to mm-hmm. tell your client, you should stand right here. You know, you're going to tell them, you should go like over here, you know, because guess what? Malpractice, right? Um, um, also, no, you know, this is not like, so when you're dealing yeah. with this kind of law, it's not like if the eight, it's not like if you do the right thing and the ATF not, comes after you, the lawyer's going to go, listen, you only have to pay us if you, you know, if we yeah, win. If you lose. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Like, you know, it's yeah. not, you yeah. have to pay yeah. that lawyer. <laughs> Yeah. You're saying you're not dealing with most of none of this is half three, 99% this is not law. Well, oh, hold There's on, no, yes, this, it is. No, no, it's actually, not no a, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. It's on, not yeah. officially law, it was not passed by Congress, right. it's not a law, right? Yeah. Now, it's, yeah. It, but it's I want to hear you, regu- I want to hear you go. It's, yeah. it's just regulatory garbage that they say they can do anything they want to you, like you can't okay. collect your own rainwater, you can't collect yeah. your own right. rainwater, you know that, yeah. So, right. when you go, when you go to you're going to get 15 different lines and stories and they got they're going to keep you in the court i don't know if you got a couple hundred grand you want to play with it i, I okay, don't want so to have let's, a couple let's hundred take, grand. let's take a step back because you're i mean I've, everyone's heard the things you're saying a thousand times i agree with you 
this is <laughs> not from law, but it's also not from regulation. The most frustrating thing that gun owners have to deal with is making up nonsense and applying it to ourselves. Because mm -hmm. what happens is we get a regulatory letter, not even a ruling, a letter, an opinion letter. Oh, I have and one. then you see it? Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll, we'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, 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 well, no, 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 we're going to get to that. Let's, about that yeah, let's, compart let's compartmentalize well, I, this I, so I, that Matt can make his point. Your letter, well, your letter guess what? I, it has the legal significance of the bubble gum that I chewed earlier. It, it has nothing. It is, it's meaningless. So you get your letter, and then everyone tries to gleam and pick from it, right? Oh, what were mm -hmm. they thinking? What did they mean by this? Mm -hmm. Well, in reality, I agree with you, Walter. It was just some agent making stuff up, right? They were just making stuff up because they wanted to expand their power as much as they, it's human nature. It really is. But then the problem is, is that gun owners will create an, an emergent orthodoxy to follow without ever an actual ruling, Administrative Procedures Act rulemaking happening, without ever a, anything happening, without ever actually reading the law beyond the sentence that they want to copy and paste into their AR15.com discussion. That's like to me. That's the biggest source of so, problems. In but the where? But where community. does that? So let me just interject here for a second. Where does that come from? That comes from fear. No one yeah. wants to be the person getting their doors kicked in, you know, with the, mm -hmm. the like getting arrested and dragged out of there and your records. Right. And now you've got to figure out where you're getting a hundred thousand dollars from to to hire the right. lawyers. So that fear creates like what we're talking about right now. Right, and the, that's yeah. the thing about the gun community is that it's an all-or-nothing game, right? Because everything's a felony. Like, everything, you know? So it's natural for mm -hmm. people to be extremely apprehensive. Mm -hmm. And it's natural for people to want to be a mile away from the line, right? Mm -hmm. But we shouldn't ever make up things and say that they're the law, right? We can say, I don't want to mess with that, like, and that's fair. That's 100% fair. Guess how many open bolt semi-autos I've made? No, no, I don't want to do that. Oh, so you're not doing that. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want to. But it, well, actually, I think is it because is it, be, is it is it is it because you don't want to be a through. test case yourself or? Well, no, well, because I think I can make one that they'll approve just so I can rub it in all of your faces. I'm just, oh, okay. I'm gonna, when I get that approved, I'm going to bring it to your uh, No, that would be awesome. Go. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> if it would be no, awesome. It's be dreadful so because no one should want it. It's an awful, terrible thing. But anyway, oh, okay. but the, just the whole point is mm -hmm. open bolt semi is stupid. It's not good. Um, mm -hmm. But why did we make up this orthodoxy? And it came from the Sten. It did. People think that it was, um, you know, a lot of people attribute it to the Mac 11. It all happened at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, and nothing ever actually happened. You can wave your opinion letters wherever you want. We've got all kinds of opinion letters on bump stocks. Mm -hmm. They're meaningless. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened with Open Bolt. I'm not going to mess with it. But why do we have? So what's the, what's the history here? That what, what's the history that you're talking about and Walter's talking about? Remember, I'm not as deep into this as you okay. guys. But now, I mean, it's it's really interesting to me. So I want so to know where the, so where yeah where did this come from? So there's three opinion letters. Mm -hmm. And this is what people always talk to when they say the yeah, HF you say ruled opinion, in term, determination letters. It's not, they're opinion letters. It, I mean, opinion that, that letters are and also we we changed all of these 
terminologies recently because it was determined that the ATF was aggressively violating the APA. Um, who changed but, it? Who changed it? The um... well, it's been changed like four times, right? But uh, mm-hmm. the Trump administration actually did a one of the very pro gun things they did was actually put a little bit of a noose on ATF. Okay. While at the same time, you know, feeding it steroids, but mm-hmm. um, so, but still, they were non-binding. Mm-hmm. These three letters referred to Stenmark II, mm-hmm. Mac 11, Mac 10, and uh, there was a third one. I, I I can never remember which one it was, but it was some other, you know, the oh, it, Tech 9. Mm. These were guns that, all of them, functionally identical to the machine gun with the mm-hmm. addition of a disconnector. And in each gun, the disconnector could be defeated in less than one minute with simple hand tools. And so ATF determined, right? And this is a debt letter. It's not a APA determination, right? It's not, this isn't a notice and comment rulemaking. This is, this is the same thing that rare breed got, right? Okay. Uh, It's, Hey, we looked at this and this is what we think. And this is the point of it is if we were to do a criminal case, this is the argument that we would make. So in all three of those, they said not, and they mentioned open bolt only in one sentence in each one. They mentioned the disconnector multiple times in each one because the disconnector was the focus of the rulemaking. So that's the easily the, defeatable thing. Yes. And okay. because of that, those three guns, they just said, hey, these are, you know, blah, blah, blah. So the industry goes, you know what? We don't want to mess with it. Reasonable thing to do. Right. Okay. Reasonable thing. But the they never actually went after anyone. And here's the thing. People always say, if it was made before 1986, you can't do that. You can, the ATF does not have the power to do that. Okay? So what happened at the end of all those letters was this like, kind of like fairy dust sprinkle where they said, oh, uh, but, you know, this is, this is what we think now, but we're going to use our discretion hmm. to not enforce this against guns that were made before this date. Because it would have been a total nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, it was basically, so this whole practice was, hey, industry, and you are right, people were, you know, people in Miami were buying these guns and they were taking the disconnectors out, right? Um, they wanted to stop that. So they were like, hey, gun industry, can you, like, make it a little harder? <laughs> you know, basically, okay. this is what happened. And then we went from there to just, oh, well, what did they mean by this? And I've, I've spoken to, you know, I'm not just blowing it out my backside. I've spoken to multiple special agents within ATF and they like laugh with me about it. They're like, I don't know where they get that. There's three debts, right? Mm-hmm. On three guns. It, it like, they do not have the power to say open bolt equals machine gun. They mm-hmm. have the power to say this gun is a machine gun, mm-hmm. uh, but everybody just took it from there. And it was so, and they, so, nothing. so they never, so basically they created a superstition in the industry that created this fear and the industry said, don't even go into this zone. This is like... And also the market no, didn't want them. Don't, don't go here. Right. But they yeah, never actually exactly. went after anyone. But no one wants to be that person that they right. go after in the first place. Because right. it's like the looming threat that you could be the one they go after. Right. And That's, also, it would be very difficult to design a traditional open bolt. Um, like everybody, always, when you talk about open bolt guns, everybody always thinks about, you know, stents, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. It would be very difficult to design one of those that wouldn't be easily 
um, defeated, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it, there is nothing in the law that says readily convertible. It's yeah. a question of whether it's designed to shoot full auto or not. So okay. it would be very difficult to design a open bolt like submachine gun that was not designed to shoot full auto. I mm-hmm. think it can be done. It would defeat all of the reasons to make a gun open bolt because it would suddenly become incredibly mechanically complex and expensive. Um, and so I think literally the only reason it should be done is to show people hey, that it can you, be like, done. made something up. Like you, yeah. you just made it up. Why'd you make it up? Right? Yeah. Boss Hog has an interesting thing to say on this and I'm going to let Walter like uh, make his point after that. But I just think it's interesting. Boss Hog said they sprinkle crack on it. <laughs> And I think that's interesting because maybe they were looking at these in that time frame, right? They got some from the CIA. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. So what what were you gonna what were you gonna say, Walt? Did you forget? No, well mm-hmm. no. You said no one's ever gotten in trouble for open bolt. That's not true. Manufacturers maybe not, not mm-hmm. licensed manufacturers, but there's mm-hmm. been lots of individuals that have been busted. For machine gun for stuff what? and open bolts, open bolts. Right stuff. for building machine Mac, guns, right? Building Mac tens and stuff like that. Uh, even that machine guns. guns. They've got. <laughs> right, correct. They've got people yes. for that. Um, and that's a machine. Yes. Okay, we'll say that they made machine, machine guns, right? No. So have you have you heard of a person <laughs> who was busted for endeavoring somebody who like endeavored desperately to make a semi-automatic only firearm, put a sixteen-inch barrel on it, and all this stuff? Like, if you know of one of those, I'd be happy to pull the case up right now because I want to see it. I don't think no. anyone was crazy well, hang on, enough hang on, to hang on, hang on, hang on, wait, mm-hmm. hang on, hang on, hang on, slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Close bolt? Yeah. No. I, open. I don't, like, look, no, no. You didn't say, you didn't, you didn't specify. So an open bolt, 16-inch barrel, is that what you're saying? So if I'm saying, and, and there's multiple parts to this, right? Because then we have to go into a whole thing it about get, how NFA It gets into all kinds of weird little situations. What ifs? What ifs? Well, no, 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 no. I don't it's personally like to works. play what if myself. Because what if could okay, well, that's a fine. Lot of money. That's fine, and like that's why you and I haven't made them, right? Like that's yeah, I, I, that's why we don't make them. You know, because we don't stocks, want to mess with it. Bump stocks and let's say whatever uh, triggers, binary triggers, all that stuff. Three or four determinations says it's all good. One one day it's not good. Yeah. Overnight it's, it's not good. So there were. I look. Okay, if you don't know what happened to me, I make a fifty caliber bolt action upper. Okay? I know. Go, shot goes it. on top of goes on top of an AR-15. In 2018, I got a letter that says you might want to submit one of these for a determination. Um, now I've been making them since 2003. Um, there's like four other people got the same letter I did that made 50 calibers. Only 50 cal people got this stuff. Um, hadn't heard a word from ATF since 2003. I heard a rumor that in like 2007 just kind of went up the food chain in ATF and it died. Mm-hmm. They didn't pursue it uh, going after the thing. So I sent one in for determination. I knew what was going to happen. I went to yep. DC with um, Adam Kraut and, and um, Josh and his, Prince. Yeah. Josh yeah. Mm-hmm. went into the, went into the den of the wolves right into right. the building. Uh, had yeah. a meeting with Marvin Wagner and all the little, you know, their little friends. Yeah. Um, it was a waste of time, complete waste of time. It was a waste of money, complete waste of time. They knew what they were going to do. They're going to do it anyways. They said the upper is a firearm because it has characteristics similar to a bolt-action rifle. Now, in their 12-page letter, determination, they also told me that my lower was a firearm. My my lowers have always been marked, single-shot lowers. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But there's some wording in there that's very suspect and could probably be taken to a court of law. But I don't have 150 or 200 grand to hand over to the legal staff to fight it just to find out maybe I don't win anyways. So uh, I, that's where it ended. Now, yeah. the, law, the, lawyer, the lawyers asked ATF, well, what about all those? And there's a few thousand of mine out there at least, mm-hmm. and, and not including all the other ones out there. What, what are they supposed to do with all those? No word, nothing. Right. No response, no nothing. So, I... Because they just wanted you to stop because they had a hard-on for you for some reason. Well... And you know it. And they and they have they, they have the they had the power to make that happen. You know why they didn't go after them? Because mm-hmm. they knew they'd lose. They wanted you to stop making them, and they got exactly what they if wanted. And they, everything well, I, you did was reasonable. They would lose. Everything you did they would was lose. Reasonable. They would lose under these circumstances if someone right. was kamikaze about it, and the, and that person was like, "Hey, I'm gonna fight this to the end." Yeah. But yeah, typically, the, the the mom and pop yeah. store like Walter, he's not a he's not a big manufacturer. No. Doesn't yeah. make Walter's or sell enough of those it. to fight it. Yeah. But so I, what's I, I still risk? make they them. Don't I, have just, any risk. I just I just serial number them yeah. now. Exactly. Yeah. But like, but if they went after thousands of people. Their risk goes up. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, they, because and I mean, you acted very rationally. You acted a hundred percent logically. You did. I, I, I should have just as soon as I got the letter, just started serial number and saved the money to Adam and and, and company. Now, so I mean, let me still not, had to talk to So let me like, you know. let, let me interject this for a second, okay? Uh, Clint Sanders says sounds like Matt is speaking legally, and Walt's talking about real world. And I think the thing, mm-hmm. see, this like. This, this is why I do this podcast. This is like an awesome subject that we're on right now. Because I think, for me, knowing Matt for a little while, this is exactly how his brain works. And this is, what, this is how I want my lawyer's brain to work. How Matt's brain works. Uh, like, I had this, you I, know, I, I, that, I, I, that's the way it's supposed to be. And on the flip side of that, Walter has to think, like, how do I keep feeding my family? <laughs> 100%. Well, and, 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 and also, Walter yeah. has been nothing but logical. You've been nothing but reasonable about everything you've said. But the, the only thing that you're saying is unreasonable is you asserting that the law is something that it's not and you asserting an incorrect uh, interpretation of the law. Like, I mean, that's and it's it's not reasonable to do that. It's what's reasonable to say is someone in your situation is I've got a family. I don't want to mess with it. And that's stupid reasonable. That's the most reasonable thing you could ever say. But don't say that's the law when you don't know what well, the law is. <laughs> It's, it's sorry, not, brother. Like, but... Once once again, it, it's not the law, but it's well. No, no, no. Okay, and, so you're 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 doing this. You... You're moving the goalposts, right? You're going from oh, this it... is the regulation, but oh, I know these people that have been uh, you know prosecuted for making open bolt semis. No, you don't. It didn't happen. Um, and then you're like, but now we're back to here, where my unrelated upper thing. That's not. That doesn't like the law and how NFA violations work and how violations of the GCA work. They have to be prosecuted a certain way, and you know what? What they do. They go after working class Americans because when you go after working class Americans and when you go after poor and minority Americans, exactly like you said, they don't have the money to put up a competent legal defense. And I think that's one of the most disgusting things about the entire gun market is they can get these rulings, right? And they can get these cases and they're never reported because guess what? When you go after a poor person, they don't appeal. Your case isn't, isn't reported. It's never cited anywhere. Mm-hmm. So nonsense happens. You, you can plea out to whatever, and they'll get a win, right? A win. But it doesn't count. You can't cite that in the Seventh Circuit. You can't, you can't count, cite it in the Eleventh if, Circuit. If you're the, person that, the, if you're the yeah. person that this is acting upon, if you're the person or the company that it's acting upon, it's very real. 
So, like, I understand, like, and we're talking semantics, but if you're the person right. that these guys are actually bullying, it's a very real thing, you oh, know. For sure. um, yeah, and, no, but, it'll ruin but, your life. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, I think, and this is, correct me if I'm wrong here, the point that you're making, Matt, is that we got to fight all of this because if we let it go, it just gets worse. And, well, you know, it's e a... effectively, even though it's not real, it's effectively real because yeah. it creates this big boogeyman in our brains. We're like, oh, wait, we can't. Yeah. We can't do this. We well, can't no, go down that path. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for thank you for pointing that out. I didn't mean to say it like it's not real to those people. Mm -hmm. I meant oh, it is because real. like and, <laughs> when they I shut your saying, business down, and, like the and, they and they confiscate all your stuff. Okay, that's that's then, not related to the that's original real. thing you're talking that's about. That's real. That happens. Right. That's uh, yeah. That's an object. I, I right. have but a friend who's in just the like gun the guy business. Said, the guy said Matt's thinking legally. He's right. I was speaking in terms of what is real in the law. Right. Mm -hmm. If some of this crap happens to you, it's the realest thing. Because I've got, I've had clients, I've had to represent people, and they are scared, and mm -hmm. they it, and they get so scared to the point where they're like, it "Listen, I don't even." They don't even care about. Well, no, they don't even care about right or wrong anymore. They're like, "Just get me out of here." Mm -hmm. Right. right? Just want out. And I've had to. Mm -hmm. And I yeah, they just want out. They don't care what happens anymore, and it's devastating, right? Mm -hmm. Because and then me, my oath that I take, when they say I want out. And I know I can beat the case, but I can get him out, and it's going to be an L. I got to get him out, right? And it's, it's, it's really devastating. But, but that, we have to be super clear about things, though. And especially those of us who are in the public eye, we have a duty to not talk nonsense. We have to, we have to speak the truth, all right? And the truth is, when it comes to the specific point of discussion that we had, and I've trust me, I've read in depth about your 50 cal situation and you know what Walt? i wish that we had been friends at that time because i would have been scratching at your door saying let me do it for free um because what happened to you was bs oh uh, you can um, you can still fight it right or is it too late to fight that it would be well, awkward uh, maybe we'll talk about it i don't know but that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it would be awkward now it would be awkward okay um, but but there's a but anyway like yeah no i'm with you man it's about it's about making sure, and, and for me, I've got to make sure my client is safe, right? Mm -hmm. So when I advise my client what to do, I don't ever tell them to go up to the edge. I tell them, here's where the line is. Stay away from it. Mm -hmm. But when I'm talking about what the law is, what mm -hmm. the courts have said, I'm not going to... Um, oh, K&M Arms, great point. Total yeah, nonsense. He, he says Total this whole nonsense. thing happened to Tommy Bilt with the yeah. G36 ATF went after them. But, mm -hmm. but did they? This, but you did know, they? no, they didn't. See, they didn't push too hard. They did it just right. They're surgeons at ATF, right? They do this. They get you right to the point where you're about to break, and then they let go, right? This is true. They I can't. Ar I can't argue with you. They didn't make a single criminal, not a single criminal push. Because guess what? In the criminal context, your burdens of proof are up here. You need to prove that the person knowingly and intentionally violated the law every step of the way. That's why you can't think of any cases on that OP thing, um, because. They don't want to do that. So that's what they're going to do. They're going to push and they're going to need and they're going to get to the point where they see the crack and then they're going to step back, right? And that's what they did with the Tommy Bill. The Tommy Bill was a perfect thing because guess what? It was a niche gun. You know exactly where all those guns are. You know, you only make, you know, what, a, a matter of thousands of them. 
So let me let me low. so let me just interject this in the middle of uh, you know in the middle of what you guys are saying. A lot of times when we have you know, and I'm I'm like wearing their hat right here, Franklin Armory, right? Yeah, I love them. Okay, so Franklin Armory and they sponsor me and everything. Full disclosure before I say this, these guys spend a lot of money fighting the ATF, and you know when when I talk to Jay, Jay is almost like. I'm like this guy's almost fearless, right? Because it's we're we're talking serious money that they're they're putting to fight these things, and he has the ability to do that, and it and I think it comes genuinely, in my opinion, from like a belief that he has inside of him, but also an ability to write the checks. Right. Thank okay? you. To keep you can to have keep, all you can have all the fight in the world in you, but if you can't pay for that fight, yeah. This is, I mean, yeah. this is the conundrum. This is where things come together here. And a lot of people always complain to me about Franklin Armory. Like, why does this thing cause this? Why does this? And I'm like, dude, these, this is one of the few companies that's out there actually fighting all of this yeah. and going all the way. And I like, you know, I, I completely get where I'm, I'm not in Walter's position, but we're friends. And I know how that whole thing made him feel. I would you have know? done exactly what Walter did. I, I, I'm just going to say that 100%. I would have done exactly what you did if I was in your position. I, I, no doubt. <laughs> I, I just, um, it's just like, you got to think about it. I mean, it, uh, also the, the whole distress of everything, it can kill you. You know, it yeah. can end your life early over, yeah. over something that, why, what, are you, what are you doing this for? Why do you, why are you, I mean, especially like my wife and stuff, she don't like that kind of crap. So, right. Uh, no, um, because no one look everyone everyone always talks shit right like when we're like oh i don't care the atf could come arrest me yeah but where's yeah, the man care, yeah. when, when you say like have you ever seen in the movies where they're like okay there's a whole line of dudes and they're like okay let the person who wants to volunteer step forward and everyone steps back <laughs> i could i wish you i know. could tell you about a guy that that i was representing that was that guy completely mm -hmm. fearless i mean mm -hmm. but i've also seen people who are that guy out on the streets and then when they get bagged, mm -hmm. it's a different story. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, and it's, but it's, and it's BS. It is. It's total BS. Cause they, it's like I'm saying, they are going to target smaller businesses and we see what they do. They're going to target the end of it. Like if they, so like, let's say they decide. They didn't go after, they didn't go after yeah. uh, Remington or, uh, right. you know, or well, any of the big imagine, boys. Let's that, make right? believe, let's make mm -hmm. believe I make a gun and I call it the, um, you know, just just call it gun Y, all right? Mm -hmm. And I make a bunch of gun Ys, mm -hmm. and there's something a little bit weird about it, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say my company is the biggest and most powerful company, right? It's got all the money. Mm -hmm. They're they're not going to go after me because they know I'm going to tie them up in court and hang <laughs> them. You know, got lawyers. So what are they going to do? They're going to go right. So they're going to go and look through my customer list. And do you think they're going to they're going to go to the people and you know, living in, um, you know, in, in the, Beverly Hills, of Miami, <laughs> yeah, right? right? No. Or yeah. do you think they're going to go to Overtown? Yeah. They're well, going to go to the guy that they're going to get it. Point of least resistance, top. man. It's like yep. physics. Point of least resistance. Yep. That's what these yep. bastards do. And they have and our the money to, to pay for the lawyers for them to do it to people. Because and it's all about getting... It's, it it's, yeah. This is the reason why, and we, this is probably a little bit of a side thing, but this is the reason why I don't like Giuliani, for example. Because growing up in New York, this is how Giuliani made his bones, by going after people. I'm 100% I'm aware of this uh, and actually lived through it. So this is, this is just a strategy that these guys use. You want to get ahead, you need to get conviction. Oh, 
<laughs> oh, someone, wait, hey, your dog didn't like me talking about Giuliani. He was like, what? I have, I have two that's, corgis now, yeah, so it's... That's fighting uh, words, you bastard. Yeah. Somebody, somebody was at the door. Yeah, but you know, this is, this is such a tough thing, man. I don't really... Like, what do we do about this? Because they know this, and there's no... What's the solution here? Like, how well, do we... Well, why don't you say it while I calm my dogs down? Okay, part go of, ahead, Walt. Part of the problem is the politicized ATF. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. It's not... It's not. Back in a few years ago, I never heard from them about anything, besides the compliance thing every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But I think what happened, part of what drove this was, there was a bank mm-hmm. robbery. There's been some bank robberies in... In Brazil, in Brazil and some of the, yeah. the mm-hmm. drug cartel people with uppers in Mexico. And I think those folks complained a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling that's part of it. But mm-hmm. the funny part is they went after 50 cal guys, but there were people making 338 Lapua uppers. There's there's these competition. There's been for years competition, bolt action upper type arrangements. Mm-hmm. They never they never got nobody else got bothered. Nobody else yep. got bothered except no. The, they had a hard on for fifty. Well, for yeah, yeah. Ones. I mean, and <laughs> yeah. There's people who I've spoken to in the industry that don't like what happened to you, Walt. But that what does that mean? At the end of the day, you were the guy up there writing the check and having to well, deal and, with it. And, and but people too, are worried about where does that go next? Where do they take well, that to next? Well, luckily, there's no precedent for it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's binding, right? They can point to what there, happened, but it wouldn't hold up in court. Uh, so and, that's, and they're wording it. They're wording in their determination had some stuff that said basically it doesn't matter what we, whether, and, and yes, you smile if you read it, you'll go, holy fuck. That's double. That's guys. double. Well, I've read. Speak. I've read a lot yeah. of them. I've read a lot of them. Yeah, and, and it's, really and it's like, yeah. what do you mean it doesn't matter? You know. Yeah. It, um, yeah. No, they'll be and they'll say like you know. I've even read things where the whole focal point was like they don't even mention a single mechanical characteristics. They said based on my understanding of firearms. Is what they say. <laughs> I've, I've seen that. You know, yeah. like you think you had a bad man. You should. See, I wish I could show you the ones I've seen. Yeah, I'll see if we, maybe Walter can send you his. I don't know if you've seen well, but his no, or not. You know, Walt. I do. You know, I got a little aggressive with you, but I do want you know. I really no, do that's like. All right. you. I, I get it. I get. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I know. No, I, and I want to. I want to come hang out. I hope you'll let me. No, we're not uh, afraid I, of aggressive I, conversations I, here, man. There's yeah. a reason, Matt, why I. Well, believe it or not, I would have you come sit in on this every day, but you don't have time for that. Because I think we need to, like, your kind of energy we need, right? We need to know, like, hey, this is where the line is, and, you know, you, and people need to be careful about saying feed. this thing. Oh, boy. <laughs> these, these are your kids? This, yeah, well, this is, this is the baby. This is Rose. Oh. Uh. Say hi. <laughs> no, nothing to say right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's good. She's fine. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, look, it's a, it's a tough thing, man. And I think that it, it happened unless it, you, yeah. unless you actually go through that. Like I actually went through that as a, as a kid growing up. Um, before I even got like my green card here in America, <laughs> I was actually framed by by uh, these cops in New York City where they threw vials of crack under my feet. Uh, to frame me and then the prosecutors try to get me they were like listen you'll just do like six months in Rikers yeah Yeah. and I was like there's there's no way yeah I said there's no no way in hell I'm not gonna do it I was too afraid of getting prison raped to to like agree to that I was like I will fight that to the end that's that's a a real fear (laughs) you know but that that was me as a kid without like you know all the responsibilities of having employees and 
and all this kind of stuff, right, you know. Right. So yeah, yeah. So if I so if if you want to ask me what what we can do to fix it, mm-hmm. we got to talk about it. That's mm-hmm. the thing. We got to talk loud and proud about it. Like, and that's yeah. why that's why I get really pissed when mm-hmm. people tell me it's the law. There, it's it's illegal to make an open bolt gun. I'm like, show me. Show me, and then I always say, "Give me, I'll give you a thousand dollars." And no one's gotten a thousand dollars yet. And everybody <laughs> sent me those. I've seen the same eight links. If you're going to show me any of them, yeah. I've seen them. You're yeah. not getting a thousand dollars until you actually show me in black and white where it says that. All right. Oh, mm-hmm. and by the way, this is dated nine seven twenty twenty one. In case they change the law tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Such a lawyer. Just, Such a lawyer. Just for uh, you. Dinosaur <laughs> fossil hunting of Massachusetts wants a rewind on the whole. Uh, Safety Harbor 50 thing. You probably, if you jog back a little bit in this video, mm-hmm. Walter did break it down and explain it. And I think we have some videos or snippets at yeah. least where we talked about it. Yeah. But I don't yeah. like. I don't want to waste having Matt here and then not talk about other stuff. Go ahead, Walter. Yeah, yeah. Don't. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, yeah. it's frustrating. But you know what? Um, it just drives me more to want to make stuff that I don't have to deal with them. So. Um, this is how the terrorists win. <laughs> no, well, it's no, also I, no. It, it regulation drives innovation, though, and yeah, that is mean, to an extent. No, here part of part of you know what I worried about when I got my letter, and and we'll, and we'll I thought that they were working towards AR-15 uppers, also, you know, trying to get rid of that. But in mm-hmm. their letter, it says because of the fact that it's manually operated, it's okay. It's it's bad. If mm-hmm. it was operated from the gas of the gun. It would not be a problem. So you can build a semi-auto, 50 caliber upper that works from the gas of the gun, and it's cool. But if it's yep. bold action, oh no, bad juju So do you want to know why they did that? Yeah, the the good good question, man. There's Answer one your question. stupid what? thing that ATF has pretended distinguishes the AR-15 lower, uh. and it is the buffer tower. That is what they are. That is what they fixated on. That and that's why holding on to. That's what they. That's that's what they've been holding on to. But the real reason was because they had a they had a protosexual fixation with full auto, and so they wanted to get the part that could be you know. So explain that. What, why the buffer the buffer tower? What is what? Are we well, so it was about? made up in reverse. So here's mm-hmm. what happened: is they had the M16. They knew all about the M16. They claimed they didn't, but there's document evidence where they knew all about the AR-15 and the M16, and they mm-hmm. knew that the distinguishing characteristic would be the lower. Okay, mm-hmm. and so they wanted to make the lower the firearm. They recognized at that point that it did not meet the regulatory definition, mm-hmm. but they were like, everyone just chill and like roll with it. And so they did. And then they had to, like, as more stuff came out, mm-hmm. and they're saying, like, no, that part's the receiver. This, and it's like, wait, well, hold on. This other part has all the parts the AR-15 has. Mm-hmm. And so they would, what they'd ultimately say is, well, and they would always hinge on the buffer tower, the fact that the lower holds the recoil spring, which is not a thing that is, like, on the list of factors. But that's the only difference between an AR lower and a scar lower, an AR lower, and a BNT APC lower, it's the fact that it holds the, you know, it it can house mm-hmm. the bolt. All all the other, hmm. all the other rifles, machine guns, FAL, scar, all that stuff, yep. the upper's all the firearm, not the mm-hmm. lower. Yep. I heard back in the day, this might be simplified, that Armalite put the, put the serial number and stuff on the lower because that was a good place to put it. 
nice and yep. flat and just took it that way. Mm. Yep. <laughs> that's, no, that's that's what they did. So is, did. is this why we've seen in some, like, um, I, I'm probably going to misquote whatever the case is, but there was a case where a guy was doing, like, a party or something to, to, to finish oh, lowers. Cards? Yeah, the bill party. Cards. And then they went after the guy, but his lawyers contested it, saying this is not even a firearm. So. Oh. Is that, yeah, do you, that was, are you that aware of that, that case? ATF, that was where it was going to come down that they were going to have to admit that the lower is not the firearm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, so they just and that would it. open up a can of worms bigger mm-hmm. than than you could imagine because there's mm-hmm. tens of millions of those lowers out there. Mm-hmm. What are you mm-hmm. going to do? Yeah, so that's happened about a dozen they, times. That's actually. one of those cases where they where yeah. ATF backed off. Okay, all right, we won't prosecute the dude, so this doesn't become a whole yep. new thing, right? That's yeah. happened about a dozen times, and um, there was actually there's a lot of interesting facets to the GCA and the NFA. Like um, I worked on a case where a guy beat. A Mac 10 charge, and it was a, you know, this wasn't no open bolt semi. Mm-hmm. This was a Mac 10, right? Mm-hmm. And it was okay. all based on technicalities, right? Uh, in in the law, it's there's a lot of very hyper technical stuff. And what happened was the AR 15 predated the GCA because yeah. you didn't have to do any of this stuff. Right? Like every Cooey in the United States was imported from Canada without a serial number. Right? You didn't have to do that. And so no. the AR was just kind of like that. Like you said, like you said, that's what it was. That's where they put the serial number. And back then they were really assembly numbers. They didn't even care if they overlapped, really. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, so that's just where it was. And so ATF is like, uh, uh, <laughs> <you know? laughs> Remember remember the FNC? Yeah, some some of the lowers are serial numbered, some of the uppers are serial numbered. Yep. So people would get two unserial numbered ones and put it together. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, there's all kinds of nonsense that's happened, like early PM sixty three parts kits where they cut up the slide. Yeah, those are floating around. Um, now, oh, and a lot of people haven't noticed this, but now they're changing their mind again on the AR seventy. Oh, forever now. well forever because the ar-7 the, we considered the upper the firearm okay right and then if you look at the ar-70 it's kind of similar looks, to the ar-15 AR it, it, retains, yeah. it, it retains the recoil spring and, and so the magazine in their, and all the fire control parts yeah. all that and so in their new in the you know frame of receiver their letter they're like no this is perfectly consistent because, like with the AR-15, the AR-70's lower receiver is the firearm. And it's like, whoa, hold on. And they just, they're, they're just like, that's their position now. And no one knew about it until they put it in their, um, the, the frame of receiver uh, definition. Oh, look down yeah. where it defines, yeah, look down where it, it defines, like, what is the firearm. And it says AR-15 and AR-70 type firearms. Oh. Hmm. How many people just bought a parts kit for an AR-70 for $300? With a lower, um, and that would also include. I'm gonna, the I'm gonna Google, I'm gonna Google AR70 right now. The model before the AR70 also is the same way, the Beretta. Yep. I forget what model that is. Yeah. Well, there's the um, 70 and then the 7090. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 70. Yeah. 70. Yeah. Yeah. With the funny magazine. Yes. Correct. Correct. So, yeah, they said AR15 and AR70 type guns. How oh, many AR70 type guns are there? Okay. Why? You can't get any. Okay, so that's this we're talking about. Yeah, that's a seventy ninety. Okay, that's the later one. Yeah. 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 Huh. Okay. 
Man, and that's a gun are... that like doesn't even really exist. You guys are but some then just, deep gun nerds. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it, but like, it's just funny because ATF just out of nowhere changes its mind on the receiver while parts kit for this thing are on the market that they just approved the importation of. What uh, what caliber is that? Five five two twenty three. Yeah. Oh okay. Oh, that's interesting. I don't think I've ever. It's from uh... Spaghetti World. I have one of the other oh. ones, the earlier ones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then there's I see slight. one. I see one with a different. This is like a totally different stock here. On this one. No, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's probably the it's light like some kind of light support. Gun. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Probably hmm. a heavier barrel. Kind of set up as a light machine gun or something. Okay. Yeah, is that that's a juicy barrel? Is that more modern, maybe version of it? Or well, that was the last 90. version of that gun. Oh, yeah, the okay. 90 was the, the, so yeah, 1990, they, they were like, hey, we should take AR-15 mags. And they oh, just updated right. everything. You have one of these guns, Walt? I have the one before, the, the straight He has 70. the first gen. Yeah, oh, the AR-70. Not, not, which is I, much I, more I, handsome. Huh. I, I, I have a <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, I never, huh. That I've had for about 10 years, by the way, or 12 yeah. years. Do you, ha you have one of these, Matt? This is I have a 7090. You have a seventy ninety. Okay, this is another yeah. one here. That's so this, the, yeah, that's the one he has. Yeah, that's uh -huh. a robot. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, <laughs> that's the one he oh. allegedly bought. Perhaps maybe once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I noticed Walter's In picture Minecraft. after I uh, someone was saying Walter needs to adjust the focus. I think that was me. I had a whole bunch of windows yeah. open. I closed them and it yeah. got better. Now, now I'm crisp again. Yeah, yeah. that's my bad for. I'm not like like blocked out like so they can't see my yeah, face. Yeah, I know, Walter. You have 500 upload or whatever. I'll check my speed if you want me to brag a little bit. Yeah, so these are very European. I are these expensive? They're spaghetti guns. Okay. As as complete oh, rifles, they're expensive. They're expensive. Yeah. As complete okay. rifles, they're like 1500 or two grand. Oh, okay. Easy. Yeah. Huh. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of cool. But they came yeah. in as parts kits for like really? 300 bucks. No barrels, okay. no upper no receiver. Barrel, no receiver. So yeah. it's it's not an easy build on those guns. It's not like no. you just go out and buy parts. You got to make stuff to do those guns. Yeah, yeah. K&M says the, yeah, K &M says the lower has a full auto and select fire option. Yeah, I think they're yeah. all burst and auto. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's not. This is not building an AK when you get those parts kits. Anybody can build an AK. You, everybody can't build those guns. Oh, okay. Sorry. You gotta you gotta braze stuff to the upper. Yeah. It's like really, really mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like building a P fifty seven, the Swiss gun. Okay, it's not mm -hmm. for the it's not for the faint of heart. So it takes serious skills. Yeah, yeah, it takes skills. Yeah. Have you built yeah. a P fifty seven? Uh, not yet. Oh, it's a nightmare getting that old receiver out. Oh, uh, you got you almost got to mill off the pieces to get those. Yeah. Well, yeah, you gotta get a, in there with a mill and cut out the stamped remnants. Ever mm -hmm. so gently uh -oh. leaving the the forged trunk. It's a total ridiculous nightmare. How are your uh, a, your welding skills, Matt? Dreadful, but I can oh, okay. make two pieces of metal one. Oh, okay, Walter's a pretty good <laughs> welder. Walter's yeah, pretty badass. Welder, I can stick actually. metal together. Like I just now taught myself to TIG, and it you can tell it's a TIG weld. That's all I'll say. Mm, okay. Yeah, Walter's pretty good at welding. He's pretty good. Just practice. Just kind yeah. of practice. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, I bought a bunch of those um, dice. You know the metal dice. Metal dice. dice. So they sell them on eBay, and it, it's you get six pieces of steel, and it's dice. Like they got different. Holes oh, you just flip it. So okay. Mm -hmm. You sit there and you practice putting all the sides on, oh, okay. and, and you know, okay. and mm -hmm. you. It's funny because you mark your first weld, and then you see how much better you got to by the the last mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. 
Hmm. Have you ever taken like a like a community college course or something like that? You know. No, I've I, done I it. Like I've to. actually done it. the 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 uh, Santa Fe Community College has um, a course in that, which I've actually done. So you know, what? I should. I would. You know, I I really should. I've just like had people, you know, with some beers, have been like, "Hey, uh, can you show me this process yeah. now?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, the course didn't teach me shit. I'll be honest. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I did. I did some welding, but I mean, yeah. it was like a class of twenty people, so you didn't get. Well, I shouldn't say it didn't teach me anything. I got a good understanding without having to buy all that equipment of what everything could do. Like, they have all that stuff there because they have a lot of automotive classes and stuff. Yeah. So it was good enough for me to go, yeah, I think I'm going to find someone who's a really good welder. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no. I, I think I made the critical error. When I started welding, I started with MIG. And everyone's like, oh, you're screwed. I mean, even... Everything even else I've, is so hard. Yeah. I've just been playing with the MIG welder lately. I've had one for a few years and just never used it. Really? There's, yeah. I mean, I can TIG weld, but some like when you're working on mini bikes and you gotta drag the whole frame and set on the yeah. table and and twist and push the pedal and it's not yeah. easy. The MIG welder just push the thing. And yeah. But there's a, there's there's an art to that too. It's not it's yeah. not as um you yeah. know, get good welds that is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean you can get some really 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 pretty MIG oh, welds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what I what I really hate is when people post pictures of their welding on the internet. And they say, "How's it look?" <laughs> I just have to. <laughs> I don't. I don't comment on people's welding because I'll be nice. I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll just tell you, grinder uh, and paint, baby. I'm looking right now. So Walter, this is a thing. So I. So one of my biggest video, actually the Where biggest, the biggest Hang video on. I ever did on um, Instagram. I think it was 175,000 views on Instagram. Instagram literally uh, shadow banned me after this video went up. Walter uh, welded up an AK and we made, oh. it, we made it full auto and put a suppressor on it yep. and it went viral because everyone was mad because he, he welded get hate. You want to get hate weld up an AK together. Oh yeah. Which, no, yeah, I, I've got some buddies who did that. And, yeah. and I've done a few of them and they work just fine. But you get the oh, hate. Oh yeah, of course. Just, people just... Oh, the oh, hate was so strong. It's like, well, you know, when I, when, I, when, I, when, I, when I bought those parts kits, I paid like $75 for a whole oh, parts here kit. Here we go. Here we go. I think I found it. Here we go. This. So what is this? 175,000 views. It's an AMD. <laughs> AMD <65. laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just a, and it was the crappiest receiver I could find. I got them sale. Yeah. Like a Centerfire Systems or something, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, oh, my uh, God. Those are so dreadful. You almost have to weld I, with one of those. And yeah, I, did that, I need to like, find I need to find this video, and make it a short, and put it on. Uh, yeah, so that that was like everyone got mad because this thing is welded, which is crazy. <laughs> I, I don't even I know would, how did they even see that it was welded. Oh, uh, AK guys are really like that. Yeah, it was. I was yeah. like, how do these people even know this thing is welded? <laughs> if, I would rather they, like listen. I would mm-hmm. I would if like I would take a welded AK as my only AK. Over having one screw build AK in my collection. Oh yeah, screw. And, oh, uh, screw build. And, oh. and nobody turns down a welded HK, do they? <laughs> oh. <laughs> really? Oh, I yeah. mean, come on. But yeah. but I, I get it. I get it. At that time, I didn't have the tools, and I and I didn't didn't have the knowledge for the riveting stuff. So mm-hmm. I just weld the seventy the seventy five dollar kit together with the thirty five dollar receiver, mm-hmm. and just blast away. And if it breaks, I. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're out I seventy-five bucks. I take it. I take it off the NFA, and boom, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no that was deal. that was awesome. I love that. But that video just went it went crazy because everyone and then right after that uh, blocked shadow band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I have sorry. a buddy, Caleb, who welded mm -hmm. up a and this this got everybody super mad an AK-74 kit mm. chambered it in 556 and oh, then dear. put a AR Magwell in it. Three sins. Three sins. Yeah. Oh, man. That's so but awesome. I'll tell you, that sucker shoots, though. Yeah, that do. sounds. I, yeah. I like the sound of that. I'm not a. I'm not a AK purist like some people. I kind of am. I, I, I kind of oh. am. I wouldn't have oh. one of those myself. But you know, mechanically, right? Because you know, I build yeah. guns. I'm looking at. It, I'm like, that's gonna hold. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's gonna You're be wrong. fine. Yeah. Yeah, there, I like weird shit like that. There's one AK kit that I welded together. That I kind of regret. I I, I. I wish I wouldn't have. Mm -hmm. Um. It's a Yugo, um, uh, the five five six Yugo gun, a real okay, military yeah. gun. Um, I should have riveted that together. I, who knows? At the future, I might take it apart and redo it. I don't know. But, mm -hmm. um, but I always, yeah, you can always you know, redo it's, it. It's, That's a beautiful thing about him. And, and you know what? I like that that one he showed you. I didn't spend any money for it, so it's it's not like three hundred dollar, four hundred dollar, five hundred dollar parts kit or something. And it wasn't rare. It was a old. UK that was the kit. most fun I ever had shooting an AK, man. Full auto suppressed drum mag. Yeah, the yeah, only thing, fun. the only thing that would have been more awesome is if I shot that naked. Or, oh, yeah. I don't know about that. But hell yeah, um, <laughs> maybe I was thinking dual wielding, two of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Naked. yes, yeah. yes, that would be that would be amazing. I, That'd be amazing. I, one thing I built, I've got a, a post sample PPSH forty one, a full size one. And then I had a bunch of parts in a box full of cut up parts that were demilled. So I said, you know what? I'm going to build myself a Russian mafia gun. So <laughs> I, I, I shortened the receiver. I shortened the barrel. I, I turned the stock into a pistol grip. And that thing is about 12 inches long, the whole gun. Yeah. Um, I got to see where I think I put up a thing of that that also went that was pretty big. Like, I think I just put a picture, though. Of that, because I remember. How, how could you? How could you do that? It's like it was cut up, anyways. It doesn't. It was, you know what I used to like doing with the fifty dollars Sten Mark III kits? <laughs> I like doing I'll vertical mags. Oh, I've, yeah. yeah, I've done vert mags, yeah, and shorties. Yeah. I, have, I have a vertical short one that I made from just a bunch of junk parts I had laying around. I call it They're the junk dog. It yeah. runs fast. It runs like a Mac Ten, and yep. it throws the throws the empty straight up. Yes, you know, yeah, like, like a PPSH. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about the PPSH, though, is that you can't ever let that be somebody's first subgun. Because then just <laughs> everything's going to be boring. Yeah, after, after that, that, you're like, uh, uh Yeah. That's I'm like shooting to... Uzi. Uzi's great, but it's like, that, 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 that. It's like, yeah. okay. <laughs> if it's the first micro time I shot, first, Uzi, it's awesome. First time I shot a, a, a Thompson, a World War II vintage Thompson, it was the same thing. That, 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 that. Oh, that was exciting. Yeah. Oh, oh, but the first time I shot a 1928, I was yeah. like, this is dreadful. Because yeah. I actually like hitting targets. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't see. I'm, I'm looking for that PPSH. I know that was a... Oh, here's a... Oh, here's a picture of it, actually. Uh, I think this this isn't the... the, the yep. one that, yeah. Oh, that, it came oh, out so like, nice. Yeah. That's the, awesome. Um, that is awesome right there. The upper the upper pieces that I used were actually from a Russian, a World War II Russian gun. And wow. um, it just, it, it, you know, sometimes you build something, it just happens and it happens perfect. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that, that was one of those guns. Every, the, the, the force powers were with me that day when I made that thing. It was just like, it's just, yeah. 
it runs. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's another picture or something. I remember putting up a picture that everyone was reposting. And I was mad because it was getting like reposted and going viral. And uh, and he know. wasn't getting any credit for it. No, I wasn't. Get, I was so mad. <laughs> I hate oh. credit. Yeah. Some people complained yeah. about me using making that short little PPS forty one too. I'm like, oh, yeah. everyone's gonna it be was, mad. It was scrappy parts. I mean, it wasn't anything special. Yeah. It was all cut up. You know. Yeah, I wouldn't it was, do that. It was probably the the receiver sections you had left over, right? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do that with yeah. a um. Oh, here's a, Walter a, shooting that kid. thing. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, that looks oh. nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't do that with was, a soft cut parts kit or anything. You know, yeah, crazy. Yeah, really. yeah. You know, back in the day when you used to be able to buy a parts kit in about half an hour, you'd have it back together as post sample. So. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I well, but I mean, you know, like I bought a bunch of PPS forty three kits. Uh, you know, the uh, Bowman had a sale, yeah. and you know what I'm going to do with them? I'm going to cut it up into slices and make one nice one. And then now right. you've given me inspiration. Maybe I'll, maybe that's yeah. what I'll do. I, with I, I, I've, I've been wanting to do a shorty forty-three. I've been thinking about that actually. Doing well, that's the perfect 43. excuse. You know, you get the three-pack, you cut up the perfect slices, you make them all line up, and then you take I happen the to, I happen to know somebody that's got receiver sections. Uh -oh. Do you know somebody who has VZ sixty-one sections? No, I don't. No. Oh, I need some. No. Yeah. Um, okay. Let me. Yeah, this works, is, well, this no, is something ahead. I've wanted to ask you badly. Mm -hmm. I've always looked at your Galil flat set. What the hell do you do with it? Back in like, the day, do you weld in rails we're, or do we're, you put it around? We're, we're the talking. We're still talking assault weapon band time. This is dating myself okay. here. Um, obviously, there were no. I didn't have the shekels to buy a, a Galil, so I said. I, but I had a nice parts kit that had the stubs for the front and back of the receiver. So am I thinking? Hmm. Let's see here. If we mill that down front and back and have some laser cut pieces and weld it all together, you can build a Galil. Well, sure enough, I did it. Um, once again, that's not something for the, uh, the the AK builder because they don't have you got to you got to machine down the trunnions and those things are hard as a rock. Yeah. So it takes some knowledge to do it. Plus, you got to weld these. And if you can't if you can't t I tell people, if you can't TIG weld, don't even try this. Thing. Hmm. You're going you're gonna to make a mess. Yes. So, um, but it works. Well, so you do. T you, you take know, all the sections. You take all the cut sections, deck them, and then you basically weld turn the. Bit. You turn the. If you get a now, the way they cut the 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 receivers, they cut through the barrel lugs, the mount the the yeah. locking lugs for the bolt hit. Except for so the Bowman kits. Oh, okay. Well, you yeah. got if you got good, uh, demilled front and rear piece, you can use those and machine them down, and make trunnions out of them. So okay, and then we're that's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. I'm gonna use a bad word here. We're gonna weld it all together. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's uh, is this it some kind of it's, kit it's, that you sell, Walter? Yeah, I I don't have oh. any. I don't have any right now. I don't think. I oh, think I. Okay. They, well, I think they, they're on they, your they, website. I, I was looking at them last week. Okay, I know I don't have any AK ones right now. I used to do it for AK too. Yeah. Um, hmm. You probably just have them left just, over for the wheel, I guess. Yeah, a AK receivers are so cheap. I mean, I, I get why people want to make it where it's. You know, they make their own gun. But mm -hmm. for $39.49 for a receiver, it's, I don't know if it's worth all the effort. Okay, you got to sign a piece of paper and you got to do all that stuff. But yeah, really? I don't know. Um, I'll tell you something. I, have I, have, I built a lot of AKs. Mm -hmm. I've never bent a receiver. I just buy the receiver. I, that was one of the first. I, I went to an old school build party one time. And uh, yeah. <laughs> back when they still had build parties. And we uh, I actually... Um, I didn't do the bending, but I was helping people TIG weld stuff. And 
it was fun. Right. You know, it's kind of like, you know. I mean, I've been HK people, receivers, but I just I look at the uh, the um, AK receiver and like it's it's like forty fifty bucks. Like you know, I'm just gonna buy it. Yeah, why why bother <laughs> with it? You know, it's like. Yeah. Um, if if, if you if you like time. making stuff, uh, if I need to, if I need to, do I need to take you off the screen for a second, Walt? Yeah. If I could, if I could yeah. touch uh, a gun, I, I'd show you. I'd yeah. Show you one of my AK builds, but. Um, um, you know, you can send me a picture, Walt. You're not on the screen right now. You can send me a picture. Let me see if I can. Yeah. Uh, while Walter is doing that, I'm going to show off something here for a second, Matt. Okay. Before you guys get too like too deep into your very nerdy conversation, which I'm enjoying. Yeah. Not complaining. I'm, I'm enjoying it. So listen. So uh, Tusk Firearms Crypto sponsors us. I don't know if you're aware of Tusk. If you know what Tusk I know uh, Crypto is. So the other day, this company, um, uh, AMP, uh, I'm sorry, APM80. That's the website. Okay, they made um, an 80% lower, and I talked about it here on the show. And actually, I think it's. Um, Alex, what is it? Alex Precision Machine, something like that's the name of the company. So check it out. I got these in, picked them up. Let's see, can we can I get this to focus? Come on, camera focus. Let's see if I can I don't know if I can get it to focus here really. Actually, let me see if I can get it to focus in on that. There you go. Check that out. Wow. So I got the uh tusk. It's got an elephant on it. Yeah, it's got the, uh, that's the Tusk logo. So this is, they only made 25 of them. So it's not serialized or anything like that. You're hogging it. Uh, yeah, they made 25 of them. I ordered a couple. Walter has a, not a firearm. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> that's an airsoft gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, Walter's taking pictures. So I got these in. They look really good. You know, obviously you got to do a little bit of thing here. Do you get a lot of questions about, uh, 80 percenters and stuff like that. Nope. No. Nope. No. Not uh, anymore. No, no fuds no. to bust over there. No well, fuds I mean, or anything like that. But it's just, I think, you know, everybody's a little concerned about where things are going to go. Mm. I, you, I was getting a lot more questions, you know, five months ago. But as oh, you were? Late, not really. Yeah. What's, what's your, what are you getting most of your questions about these days? Rare breed. Rare breed? Okay, so tell us a little bit about rare breed here while I take a look at these uh, photos from Walt. Uh, so are you familiar with the, the force reset trigger? Um, yes. I, I, I didn't get a chance to shoot it. I don't know if Walter did or you got a chance to actually shoot them, but I've seen videos and things like I've that. I've shot a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. um, oh, is that, really... is that the one that's super smooth binary trigger? That's the um, one in the videos. It sounded. I don't know if they did anything to the videos, but it sounded really. I nice. I have a customer that has one. He showed me a video of him shooting it, and I was like going. Holy. Oh, you haven't shot it yet? No, no I haven't. Not. Yeah, I definitely haven't. No. The customer's well, gun was like, yeah. holy cow, that's that's really fast. I mean, that's yeah. It, uh, so yeah. So what? I don't want to say machine gun, but <laughs> go ahead. Well, go it's ahead, really Pat. fascinating because it's all it's all a wire EDM cut trigger, mm -hmm. which. You know, mm. that's been something that people have wanted to do, but it, it's really hard to get the geometry right. Well, mm -hmm. if you design it the way that these guys did, you can do it. Mm -hmm. And so what it is, is it's a very, you know, short, single-stage trigger. And what happens is, is when the bolt comes into battery, it whacks your finger off of the trigger, basically. Like it, it forces a reset. Huh. And so it's kind of, it's hard to describe how it works. But shooting it, if you want to shoot it fast, it's kind of like a rhythm. Where you gotta like, you know, it whacks you off and you pull it back. It whacks, well, it whacks you off, right? Yeah. <laughs> it pushes your finger 
So it's kind of like a dance. Yeah, you're doing a dance. dance. Yeah, yeah, you're doing the Uh forbidden dance. Right. And um, Rare Breed is, and you know, it's it's run by another Florida lawyer. The guy's uh, out in Orlando. Really Mm -hmm. nice guy. I I talked to him a couple times. Okay. And he, like, that's a lawyer who designed this trigger specifically not to be a machine gun, right? Like he was sitting there looking at the law and like did it like to the T. And of course, people get them and they, and they like post videos and they're like calling it, you know, they're calling it a machine gun, this and that. Um, and so naturally, it's just like we were talking about earlier, like what, what, yeah. you know, what Walter was saying. They feel yeah. like they're getting spat on. So they feel like they got to do something. They send Rare Breed a cease and desist. And mm-hmm. Rare Breed immediately files a lawsuit to enjoy them from doing this, <laughs> mm-hmm. which, which slick, right? Cool. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's the kind of stuff we want to Counter- see. Counterpunch. The thing that I'm afraid of, though, mm-hmm. is that they might go downstream and try to find somebody with one, because that's a whole different, you know, like we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. If they find a working class gentleman, right, mm-hmm. who's got one of these things, it's a whole different ballgame. Or it gets used in a crime. Well, that's easy, right? Because the, the judge is like, that's an easy one. Yeah, um, but they, but them. we, but there's, there's no, um, is there anything like that out there where it's been used in a crime? I mean, these are expensive triggers to get your hands yeah. on right now in the first place. It's so. Like a four hundred buck dealy. Um, I think it's I been going for, I think it's been going for more than that. But that's what their set oh. price is, right? I, uh, I heard, I heard story, I heard stories of people buying them for that four hundred and taking them gun show and sell them for a thousand. Nice. Yeah. That's America. Uh, which, yeah, I'm not going to hate on anyone for that. I'm about but, it. I'm about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, although, with ATF you, freaking out, that, I would not want to be at the gun show selling anything <laughs> right now, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and that's coming from me. <laughs> so. Yeah, how would ATF go about even trying to find people that bought those? Did, did they get any records and any of this stuff going on? Well, so that's the whole point of the lawsuit, is that he's trying to enjoin them from doing it. From getting, But okay. here's the thing, man. Your credit card company is gonna squeal like a pig the moment they oh, ask. They're gonna turn over. Mm-hmm. They're gonna roll over. Yeah. They don't mm-hmm. even. They don't even blink. Mm-hmm. That's the deal. That's the issue. Is that like, yeah, this company could be awesome, but if you pay with your credit card, I mean, sure, there's evidentiary problems, right? It's still mm-hmm. hard for them. It would still be better if they got the records, the sales records. Mm-hmm. But that's the big thing. Mm-hmm. They literally are just gonna go, "Hey, Visa," and Visa's gonna go, "Here, it's <laughs> all mm-hmm. mm-hmm. okay." Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, we we're seeing a lot of that, which really sucks. So, where do you? That's what happened with the um, mm-hmm. auto key card. Yeah, where do you think this is going to go? So I did a video on it, um, and to spoil the ending of my own anime, mm-hmm. um, I, I say one of two ways. I say either, either the government plays fair, fights it out with, um, with rare breed. In mm-hmm. court, and win or lose. It's honestly, in, in the, the, the court it's at, it is, I would call it 50-50. Okay. Just, you know, I think it's unfortunate. I think, I think Rare Breed is on the law. I think they're 100% right. I also think that bump stocks were very much, very clearly less, like, not machine guns. And we know three, what happened three, there. Three mm-hmm. approvals later? Three approvals? <laughs> yeah. I think it was we know, approvals yeah. later? Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, all the approvals and stuff, and and you know when you're at, at the Fifth Circuit, you know which is allegedly in on your corner, they're going, oh, 
bending over backwards, like breaking their spine, invoking Chevron deference when it wasn't asked for. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it's um, crazy. Yeah, M. Gabriel says, uh, what does he say here? Uh, wide open trigger advert just showed up on YouTube. Showed up today on YouTube. So that's a equivalent trigger. Oh, okay. Huh. That's a uh, two-stage version, I think. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, and thank us, Lupus the Salty said, just buy with a Walmart card. Everything's trackable if they if they really want to track stuff. Yeah. Track, but, I mean, they can track. Make it, it harder for them. Yeah. And uh, here's take your the, take your thousand dollar bill and go to the gun shop. Yeah. Here's <laughs> the pictures that uh, Walter sent earlier today, not just now. Right. So there we go. There's the stock. Oh, that's one of your flat builds. Yeah. That was AK flats built with a. So this is probably the gonna, part you want to see. Yeah, people are going to cry. That was a Hungarian milled receiver kit. Mm. Wow. That's what I got on the at, wall behind me. But at the time, those things were like sixty-five dollars or something for the whole kit. Right. So it's like. Okay. But it's all welded. That was that was actually man. I actually assembled that during the uh, before the assault and then expired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you okay. didn't. But look at all the American no. parts on it. The stock's American. Yeah, oh, the receiver's it's, it's American. So the wow. muzzle brake's American. Yeah, I mean, everything. Yeah. I made all mm-hmm. those parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just to prove I could well, do we it. All, so. Have you ever seen... Um, <laughs> have you ever seen the... There's a joke that uh, we nerds like to t- tell it like SHOT Show or whatever. Uh, is when Because the guys are always talking about 922R. And I'm like, oh, so I see you guys invested in your compliance kit. And they go, you mean the U and the S stamp? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know, man. It's kind of, that's, a, that's, it's, another yeah, that's one a Hungarian. Minute. That's a Hungarian. Yeah, oh, hold on. Let me show. Oh, okay. Let me show that right there. Yeah, right behind yep. you. Yeah, I tell right you what, you, you you can't beat them. My opinion, milled receiver. AK old school is the way. That's, that's yeah. Oh, I'm with you, man. Yeah. I'm an AK guy. I love AKs. And my favorite AK is the 74, but if I'm going to shoot 7.62, I take that one every time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I think I saw, I think Brandon Herrera just put out a video. I didn't see it. Like, uh, 7.62 oh, versus that the, um, versus is that the AK five. dude? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brand- the Kalashnikov know- boy? Yeah. Do you know Brandon? Right. <laughs> He uh, he loves bullpups, which is an amazing thing. He wants everyone to make a bullpup and name it after him. Yeah, that's the way you got to go. His favorite bullpup is probably that Zip Twenty Two you got behind you on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! Let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. Everybody was bitching about that Zip Twenty Two. Right. Everybody like, and people would be like, "I would never trust this guy. He's got a Zip Twenty Two in the background." (laughs) I bought the gun as a joke. Mm Hmm. I have taken this thing to the range and it has not missed a beat. Really? I did buy it off of somebody who was a known tinkerer, right? Oh, okay. That's what I I was going to say. Yours must have been fixed. Well, I don't know what he did. It's been accurized. Yeah. (laughs) Because the one one I have does not work. Mine, and I've got all the accessories. I got all of them. Okay. And it just (laughs) runs. Like, I took it out to get video of, like, making fun of it, but it just runs. Interesting. So, <laughs> you, need to, you need to make a brace for it. That's yeah, it we need to see. We need to uh, reverse engineer that. Uh, I, well, I mean, I get whatever. Here. We can do something. Yeah, I get whatever bullpups I can get my hands on. Except, like, I want, I want a uh, what is that AR? <laughs> the uh, what is the what is the one I want, Walter? The arm pistol. The arm pistol. Arm Walter pistol. has one. I got one of those. You got one. Oh, so do I. Damn it. I can let you borrow it if you want. No, I want my own arm pistol. 
he wants it. I know I someone who has one, and I see this guy every once in a while, and I say, you still got your arm pistol? Yeah. You still yeah. want to sell it? Yeah, maybe. You want to trade for something. Oh, well, yeah. Hank, yeah. does Hank still want it? So this, I say, yeah, is... he does. He still wants it, but you guys got to talk. You know, I I, like no, no, Walt, you're right there with the guy. Make a deal with the guy. Give the guy what the guy it. wants, and I will work it out with you. Yeah, give him some Sten parts. <laughs> yeah, come on, no, Walter. No, he don't want those Sten parts. <laughs> Make it happen, and I you will know, work it out with you. What, you know it's a what dreadful I got from gun. Him, it's one of the guns that nobody really wants, but I want to. I got oh. a Bushmaster rifle from him, the Bushmaster rifle. Oh, uh, yeah, the M17? Not, not the AR-type gun, but the one yeah. that they made that was their gun, the Bushmaster um, the M seventeen, M seventeen. No, you're talking about no, the one that Ken. Part. Yeah, Ken, okay. Yeah, Ken has one of those original ones because Ken from K and M Arms, I think, is the only guy who can who fixes those in the country right now. I don't know if he's still well, out there in the in the the bullpup. You're talking about the bullpup. Yeah, the yeah, I the love M17. that gun. That's yeah. What that, I have is not the the M seventeen is my favorite bullpup, and I've got a lot of bullpups. I love that gun. Yeah. Um, I don't have the original M17, but I have the one that Ken makes from K&M Arms. It's awesome. Oh, it, Ken threatened to fix the trigger on my F2000. I got to take him up on that. Oh, wait. Wait, hold on. He's making a... Is he making a trigger kit for enough? He told... He said if I sent it to him, he could make it better. Really? Yeah. <laughs> when did this happen? I was shooting it yesterday. This is oh. a couple shows ago. He he um, I, he put up in the, in the chat. That oh, okay. When you were on here? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ken Ken would probably know about that. Yes, was it was it? Yeah, Ken? he said he could make the F two thousand. Know the K and M guy. You were saying Ken. I just copied you. I've yeah. Um. Yeah. I think if you're to, if we're talking about the same person, it would be Ken from K and M Arms. Yeah. Yeah. He makes the uh he they, he makes a his version of that. The new M seventeen. Yeah, the M seventeen S. Have you ever messed yeah. around with those? It's got that's got an awesome. Yeah, you know, I want one. I do. I want one really bad. I want one in three hundred eight, really, really bad. But I have never gotten the opportunity to, to even touch one. Really? Okay. Yeah, I've got. So if one. you're listening, let me touch it. I have one here. So one of these days, you come over, shoot with us on the range or something. Yeah. I've got one here. Yeah. I've yeah, got. But a, I want. I want one. I know. I know how that goes. <laughs> Well, yes. you bring your Bushmaster, uh, uh, you bring your, uh, your uh, arm, arm pistol. pistol, I bring my arm pistol, uh, and Hank can dual bastards. wield the arm pistol. Yeah. That would be fun, oh, is actually. Is your arm pistol top charging or side charging? Uh, that's a good question. I know Mine's it's a top charging. Um, yeah. hmm. I'd have to pull cool it out and show you. Then. I feel yeah. like it's side. I want to say side from what I remember. but uh, The side uh, charging yeah, one's the better gun. I think it is side. That's what I remember. Is the top charging one the one of the first ones that went out? Is that like an earlier yeah. version of it? Uh, they had, I think so. so they that might be the more collectible one. Versions. Yeah. Now I think they're all just as collectible because yeah, like like Walt was saying, it's kind of like early Barretts where every month they messed with it. Yeah, yeah I want one of those. Depending on whatever parts they had, they threw it in the gun and made something. It's like yeah, yeah. mine's got a mine's got a modeled M16A1 pistol grip, which I'm told was there when the gun was bought. Hmm. You know, most of them have A2 grips, but they might have just had it, you know, an A1 grip laying there. Mm. I think I think my grip actually says uh, Bushmaster on it. Um, I have to check and the see. Grip? I have to pull okay. it out. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, those are cool I'm guns. I think those Bushmaster rifle you're talking about. Are you talking yeah, about the, Bushmaster... the like, um, uh... It's called the Bushmaster assault rifle, five five six. Bushmaster assault rifle. Hold on. That was his name. Look this up. It's basically the oh, arm pistol yeah. in the journal. Yeah. 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 That thing. It's an arm it's pistol like a, with a barrel. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a long arm <laughs> pistol or like a uh, a drunk AR-18. Yeah. It's, it's AR-18 I... at home. Wait, okay, hold on. Is it... Are we talking It's literally about, AR-18 Are we talking about home. this right here? Yeah. yeah, that one, yeah. Is that not AR-18 at home? <laughs> and look at that evil lower, too. Yeah. That's, oh, oh this, yeah, that, look at that. Interesting. Where? Uh, yeah, where's the serial number on that sucker? Interesting. And I have the nickel-plated one, too, which is yeah, like the Marine, like the Marine coat version or something. That wouldn't have been I've my first a, choice, but... I've got a nickel-plated high point nine nine five. Ooh. What? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Yeah, I'd show are... you if I could, but I got a high point yeah. forty five right in front of me here. Really? But I can't go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. to have one. I had to have one high point. That's all. I had to have one. Everybody should have a high point, without a doubt. I've got to have two. Actually. Yeah. Well, if you count the three D printed ones, I have three. <laughs> a three eighty, so a forty five, and a nine mil. That's the lower on that. You know what I have? Do you guys have? Oh, I think Walter probably has one. Do you have a Daewoo Max Two? I got one of those. Oh, you, you do? Know what that is Daewoo Max Two. Yeah. I don't have a Max Two. I just got. I forget what model. Mine was a band gun, so it's. Yeah. Oh, a DR three hundred or two hundred. Yeah, probably. I took off the yeah. funky thumbhole stocks and put right. I had on. one of those. I had one just like you had with the thumb thumbhole stock, and man, I loved that gun so much. It shot so well, but I couldn't stomach yeah. the stock, mm. so I got rid of it. Mm. Yeah, I, I couldn't bought, I, bought, I think from Ace, the company with the time, Ace made an adapter. Yeah. For, yeah. They had the folding adapter. Yeah. 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 They were supposed to they were supposed to put out a modernized version of that. The uh, Korean Army has a modernized version of that. Yeah, yeah. but remember the so remember the, the Daewoo pistol, I think it was coming out yeah, the in K- Lion something? Isn't that the K two? Lion Heart? You know what I'm talking oh, no, about? The K2 is the standard rifle. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's the um, and it, you can smack the the hammer forward and stuff. Yeah, I know Mac has a bunch of videos of those. I'm trying to. I think it's. Remember, there's a pistol that that was developed. The the Koreans there's had the K5. Came from the same um, came from the same company. I'm trying to remember if I had one. I th- I can't remember. I think maybe in the past I had one, but I had to sell it, or something like that happened. But but that company was able to bring the pistol version here, but the rifle that they were supposed to bring here, they were never able to actually bring. Uh, oh, if you want to see something, the, look up the Daewoo K7. That, Daewoo K7? Hold on, let me see. That I need. It is the unholy stepchild of a you know <laughs> Daewoo K2 and an MP5. Wait, hold on. What? Oh, that's interesting. That's slick. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Are we talking about yeah. this right here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Is yeah. that a suppressor? Suppressor, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Huh. So those never came over here, right? They're no. still using them. Not. Uh, he was asking if they were brought here. No. Yeah, did wow. they come here? No, I mean the only time we'll ever see him is eventually as parts kits. So when I um, put my Daewoo Max Two video out there, you know why it went big? Because right. uh, people from the Rep- was was it called Rock Republic of South Korea? Korea? Ar- yeah, the yeah South Korean Army were looking at that video for some reason. Oh really? Yeah, for some reason, like some I think someone was like, "Oh, they used this in training." <laughs> so you don't have one anymore, Hank? I do. I, oh, I still have mine. 
Because I bought mine. I bought mine for like three hundred bucks from a guy who took it to the gun shop where I bought it, and sold it for nothing. And then a friend of mine that worked there knew that I liked weird guns, and he yeah. was like, "Oh, you might like this. It's kind of like an AK AR type of deal." And I bought it, and I've run into that guy since then, and he's like, "Well, that's my gun." <laughs> yeah. You know? Which I hit him with one of Matt's things, like, "No, sir, that is not your gun." <laughs> <laughs> That is not your gun. <laughs> That's, That's my gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the same thing happened. I have a um I have uh an AK forty seven uh AK seventy four five four five bullpup that Yeah, you've told me about that. Yeah, Century Arms sold it. So I think it was a kit that Century Arms brought and put together and then they sold these and I've met people who said that they typically didn't work. But mine had no, because I remember my friend, uh, Peter Palmer, that was on Top Shot, actually looked at mine. He had one, and he looked at mine, and he was like, I can't believe everything in this one is perfect, because most of them were messed up, and people had to fix them and everything. But The company that, the wait, company uh, that made the bullpup kit. Yeah. Go ahead, Walt. They used to sell them as a, at the mm -hmm. stock as a kit, and you'd put mm -hmm. it on your gun. And I guess Sentry just wanted, probably what happened is Sentry probably bought what they had left of those kits i have a feeling right they just yeah built, built guns on it from misfit uh, mm -hmm. uh ak's that didn't have good stocks and things like yeah. that you know cracked wood or whatever yeah yeah, yeah that's probably what they did yeah so i would have done mine mine is in pretty good shape and um actually i remember one time there was a guy from um oh actually here it goes here's the video that i have of it let me see if i can get this video man so you, here's, you here's, my, here's my video that i have on that Let's see if I can get it to play here. Oh, hold on. There's a commercial. Okay. Matt, have you ever, sh ever shot a uh, Swedish K? I have not. I have not shot uh, a Swedish K. There we go. Look, check that out. So, oh, yes, that thing. This guy was actually trying to get this from me so that they could melt it down. I was like, there's no way in hell. Wait, who? Someone from Century Arms was trying to buy it back from me so that they can destroy it. And I was like, yeah, that's never going to happen. Why? Uh, cause they didn't they he, they didn't like them being out there. I guess cause there were problems with them. But mine has had like zero problems. So I want to shoot it. Yeah. Um. So this is like a hey, old. This is an old. Who's video. that skinny guy? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's some old. I'm surprised that guy's even putting that magazine in the right way. That's probably like the fifth. That's probably like the fifth take. <laughs> I'm trying to put in that. I'm trying to put yeah. that in there. But yeah, man, I love that gun. By the way, I just don't shoot it that much because because of ammo. I don't want to. You know, yeah, I have I have never shot a Swedish K, and I know that that's. Mm -hmm. And and you oh. know what? I would love to fix that because every time. Somebody, I, I go talking about subguns. I start like, you know, getting all excited about the Sterling and stuff. And they're like, oh. right, but you shot a Swedish K, right? And I'm like, no. Mm -hmm. I've shot an M76 Hank, a lot. Hank, mm -hmm. find the video of Lola shooting a Swedish K. Oh, uh, Swedish K? Hold on. The gun, you just go, it goes, da, 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 and doesn't move. I mean, you could. Is it a lot like the M76? Yeah, it looks like that. Yeah, but it's did we uh, call it sweet? Did we call it Swedish K in the video? Uh, the, Probably mine not. is a port. Mine is an Egyptian version. It's a Port Said. Oh, or Port Port Said is that way it's spelled? Oh, is but, that what we called it? And uh, it might have. Yeah, but yeah. I I understand why the seals liked it. I really do. That's one yeah, of those. I gotta try one. That's for sure. 
It's like, I'm I'm not com you know you're not a complete gun guy if you haven't shot one I don't think. <laughs> that's one of those videos that's going to be tough for me to find because we probably okay. hid the name in something. You know what I mean? Like in oh, the you know what I've been doing the past couple minutes? <laughs> mm -hmm. Trying to find Daewoo's. Oh, I don't know if there's a lot of them out there, but they're awesome, man. If you find one, yeah, if you find there, one, uh, I need another one, man. I like you just reminded me. Yeah, and there's there's two. And they're the the collapsible stock ones, and you know that those are going to go for, you know, mm -hmm. three arms and a leg. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mine is the folding, is the polymer folding. Um, yeah, you got the folding. KT, you got the OG. That's the one I want. Like, that's that's the yeah. Sweet one. Even there's someone. I'm trying to remember who it is. Someone has a standing offer to buy that uh, bullpup, um, uh, AK74 that I have actually. Really. Really? Yeah, if I ever sell it, um, I think I think that's, I think it's that. It's either that or the Daewoo. I know that. So Max cameraman, uh, Jason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's like, yeah. When uh, when you sell that, it has to be sold to me. But, <laughs> um, you know, that's never gonna happen. Unfortunately, yeah. I've got a lot of friends that I have deals like that, and it, it's easy yeah. to make those deals when it's a gun that you right. love. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah, it's easy to make it when you know you're never going to sell it. Yeah. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Every now and then, Lola tries to ask me. She's like, what's, what's up with this thing? I'm like, it's going to stay right there. It's yeah. going to do. Oh, you mean you mean my gun? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I know that the, the, the 74, Lola, so I have one of those um, big sardine, you know, the sardine cans of ammo. Mm-hmm. And Lola, he hates that can because one, I won't open it, and two, that has fallen on her ankle one time. <laughs> you only have one sardine can? Uh, that's the only one I got left. I'm not uh, like I'm not opening that one. It has to be the apocalypse. Yeah. Then no, you gotta keep a few cans of seven and six around. Yeah. I've got a. I just bought. It was actually right when I saw what was gonna happen, like before the news broke on that mm -hmm. stuff. I was like, oh, let me just buy up all the Tula five four five real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I, got, I mean of course i didn't buy all of it right i bought a couple thousand rounds yeah i think i only take I my i only take mine out when walter comes and he's got 545 well that's the uh, thing is my like he, for he, me 545 is my main caliber oh like that, yeah, yeah when i go out and shoot i shoot 545 really okay so you have a lot yeah. then well I mean, I've got some cans that I don't want to open. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know, and that's the that's yeah. the tough thing. Now I'm yeah. gonna have to shoot. I I kind of made fun of myself when I bought a couple five five six AKs, but now I'm like, oh well. Yeah. I'm glad I have these. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's gonna be. I don't know, man. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens. I don't know if anyone here, because most of the like you were talking about American manufacturers, most of them are making expensive stuff. When it comes, they're to not that. gonna. They're not gonna save us. It, it's gonna. They're not gonna mess it, like. Yeah, they're not yeah, going to say it's not this. worth it. It's, it's either going to it's going to yeah. be other Eastern European people. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 get it in from some of those guys. You know what? We hit nine o'clock, so which is uh, I think I could I could keep going here, but at some point Lola's going to say, "Okay, you guys have messed around for long enough." But um, yeah, this stop is playing actually, with the day woo. Yeah, that's what Lola said. Yeah, you know when you you've got you're invited to come out here sometime, man, and we'll, you know, we'll do something. And yeah, dude, you we know, gotta make it happen. I'm gonna be living yeah. there soon, hopefully. Yeah. Or closer. You're gonna be living closer. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. And remember, just show up at uh, Safety Harbor Firearms now whenever you want to. Yeah. You owe be like, you. I was told that it's really <laughs> slick back there and there's all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. You <laughs> owe Walter one free consultation. I, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you touch my Swedish K. Yeah. If I put up that snippet of you and Walter fighting and it goes viral. <laughs> it was fun, though. I'm going to have zero regrets. I'm going to be the person in there, like, I'm, I'm going to make multiple different accounts and just troll that whole thing. <laughs> Zero regrets. <laughs> yeah, no no regrets. No, that, was, no that was a lot of fun, and I'm sure it was entertaining for the audience. No, absolutely. It was fun. It was fun. So here's but what no, I... But Walter, you say you don't have anything cool. I've just got a lowly three-axis CNC mill, so just um, your stem tube machine is going to impress you. <laughs> yeah. You might ne you might never get rid of him, Walter, once he comes to visit. Yeah. I, I'll let you touch my unfinished stent tubes if you yeah. want. Yeah, but you know the the forty foot tubes. Yeah. Do you? No, uh, I have some, well, I have some, yeah. Well, I have some, Do you barter I, legal fees? <laughs> yes. I hope oh yeah, he said yes. Right now. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you don't. But he just said yeah. yes, Walter. I just heard him say okay. yes. All right, I, I'll keep yeah. it in mind. But yes, hopefully I don't need any. <laughs> yeah. My, no, my, that's my always better. Yeah, I don't know if the ATF is watching. My last mm -hmm. compliance thing was the weirdest one ever, and it was the shortest one ever. And I'm not complaining, but it was just, it was weirdly short. Huh. And, um, um, but correct me if and, I'm wrong, since you had that issue, they get you every year, right? Um, um, last okay, time yeah, I had I a compliance thing, I, I had some you know paperwork issues, and, mm -hmm. and, and they didn't like that, and it took months to get the compliance. They, he'd show up and work for a couple hours and come back a week later and work for a couple mm -hmm. more hours, and... You didn't know when he was going to show up, which is another thing I don't like. I think mm -hmm. they just have this way of interrupting your life whenever they feel like it. Mm -hmm. um, right. mm -hmm. You know, and you, the world comes to a stop standstill in the you know, at least mine did when he showed up. You got to kind of, but this last Baby time it was him. like a breeze, and I was like, really, we're done. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, good, have a nice day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't no, question that's how, it. That's how yeah. mine have been. The mm -hmm. IOI. Yeah, I mean, really, she yeah. looked at my paperwork. My paperwork was cool. And there wasn't any mistakes, you know. And it was like, I think we're good. And I'm like, really? Have okay. a nice day. <laughs> have, have a nice day. <laughs> hey, don't go in that closet. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. And the funny part is, and we'll, we'll, I don't want to stretch it out too much longer. I made an effort to drag everything out to show her and everything, you know. And I was like, really, like, let's look over the NFA stuff and. We just did a number. She counted how many were there, and it was the same number in the books. She didn't look at the serial numbers or anything. I'm like, we're all done? Yeah, I saw it. It's good. I'm like, okay. Don't question <laughs> it. No, I didn't. Yeah. I, yeah. Did, I didn't. I didn't. On the advice of your not lawyer, I would say. <laughs> nope. Have a nice day. Keep it moving. <laughs> keep it moving. Keep Yeah, keep have it moving. Nice Listen, uh, I think we got to do this. We got to do this a little bit more often. I like this combination because you and Matt actually know what you're talking about, and then that a gives me bit, that gives bit. me a chance to like pretend that I know and Google stuff and look it up. So I I personally appreciate that kind of uh, stuff going on. And Matt actually apparently uh, actually shops at uh, Safety Harbor Firearms. You know, he's not. Well, he's, um, you, yeah, know. you know, That's I just bought a. I gave you I gave you like a bunch of money recently, actually. Oh. oh well, well who else is selling all you're that? You're worthy. Uh, you're worthy. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, I bought a bunch of PPS three kits and stuff, and I was like, well, I don't want to mess with cutting all that stuff out. Have you? You mentioned. You mentioned. We're going to keep talking here forever. You mentioned mm -hmm. Bowman. Have you ever been to his place? 
Uh, no, because I I moved back to Florida after you know the current world event started, and he says yeah. no, you know, no visits anymore. Okay, I've never I've there. never I've never been to his place either. They called, they called and asked about um, stuff when they took when they were importing all those forty three kits, yep. asking about different things and um, and they were bringing in like three thousand or four thousand of them or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, oh. Oh shit! Yeah. I need some of that. <laughs> I need some of that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh well. Yep. We need to. We'll we'll plan a get together. Let me do this. We'll start with Walter. Walter, tell the folks out there what you're doing, where they can find all your stuff. Of course, you got to mention StenParts.com. So. Of course, yeah. yeah. Well, there's StenParts.com for all your StenParts needs and miscellaneous other stuff. Check mm-hmm. it out. It's on the internet. Uh, Safety Air Farms on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, the mini bike stuff, dirt foot racing, uh, same thing, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, there's also safetyoverfirearms.com. There's actually a dirt foot racing uh, a web page up right now. If you go to open it and it doesn't open, just refresh and it should open up. Uh, but that's a little issues we're working through. Um, okay. That's, that's, the ma- that's the main ways you can get a hold of us, yeah. All right, awesome. And then, Matt, tell the folks out there uh, how they can communicate with you, you know, um, all the diff- different ways they can support you. Right on. Uh, you could go on my YouTube channel. It's FUD Busters, F-U-D-D Busters, where we talk about gun law and, and current events in the, this space. Uh, I am supported there by people on Patreon, which is awesome, and you can get certain benefits by going on there. And if you would are interested in purchasing any wind chimes or um, you know other <laughs> novelties, you can go uh-huh. to my web zone, which is www.maf-arms.com. Okay, coat hangers and stuff like that, I'm assuming. That you've what? got up there. <laughs> Coat hangers, I said. No, wind oh. chime. Wind chimes, wind Real. chimes. Wind chimes. Yeah. Yes. yes, absolutely. It's awesome. Um, so listen, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run in the end, and when I come back, and Matt, I'm going to nominate you to leave us with the words of wisdom. I'll let you get the, the last word here as we uh, as we go out. Flying Rich says, mower death, Walt. You forgot uh, mower uh, death. Yeah, poor death. Yeah, yeah. Big, <laughs> we haven't posted anything new lately, but pay, stay tuned at some point. I will, yeah, so. big shout out to everyone there. Big thanks to Tusk Firearms Crypto. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm going to run in the end. We're going to come back, and Matt's going to hit us with the words of wisdom. Here we go. Here goes the end. All right, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here. Make sure you smash those thumbs ups and ring the bell. We're going to rip the audio out of this, throw it up on iTunes and all your favorite place places to listen to audio podcasts from. Um, so Matt LaRossiere big thanks to you and Walter Keller of Safety Harbor Firearms Uh, Matt is from Fudbusters and uh, Matt words of wisdom man talking nonsense is man's only privilege that distinguishes him from all other organisms (laughs) okay (laughs) I like it it sounds it sounds like me (laughs) I thought you were going to say talking nonsense is what Hank Strange does every day (laughs) (laughs) That's but uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. That's what separates the men from the beasts. Lions All right. don't talk nonsense. They do <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, they do. Big There's thanks, no Matt. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's been a fun show. Stay right there, Matt. Stay right there, Walter. We're out of here, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace.